The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Instruction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy One. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio. And a very pleasant good evening and welcome to the Southeast Polk High School Gymnasium here in Pleasant Hill, Iowa, just uh, east of... Uh, the Iowa State Fairgrounds is where Southeast Polk is located off East University. Mark Hamadell joined by Steve DeVitti here as we get set for CIML Central Conference Girls and Boys Basketball. Dowling on the road tonight at Southeast Polk. As uh, we get set here in our pregame show, the girls teams warming up right now. That's a top ten matchup. Number nine Dowling taking on number four Southeast Polk in the girls game. And the boys game to follow. That will feature the ninth ranked Southeast Polk boys hosting Dowling Catholic. Maroon's uh, trying to uh, get off the snide, losing uh, two straight here uh, this last week. But uh, game one is a rematch of uh, the contest that was played right before Christmas and New Year's break as uh, Dowling and Southeast Polk hooked up at the Dowling gym, and it was the Southeast Polk Rams, a uh, winner over Dowling Catholic during that that contest back on the December 18th, 65-61, a four-point win for Southeast Polk. And these two teams are part of the Central Conference, so they get to do it again tonight. And, of course, uh, girls' regionals, their brackets will come out uh, later, uh, about the final week of the regular season in Class 5A, as we understand it now. So uh, keep that in mind when we uh, talk about the girls' postseason. Right now they're being seeded based on their rankings, so... The top 16 teams will be a, uh, a one and two seed. Top eight are the one seeds. Nine through 16 are the two seeds. And the girls pretty much stay close to uh, their rankings. Let's take a look at the matchups tonight. The schedule for the Central Iowa Metro League. Uh, it's other games going on. Second rank Waukee boys and girls at the 10th rank Valley girls and the 7th rank Val- uh, Valley boys. And uh, these games all get underway at 6:15 with the girls. And the boys will follow right around 7.30, 7.45. Other games has number one Johnson girls and the third-ranked Johnson boys at Urbandale. Hoover is at Roosevelt, and the Roosevelt girls are ranked 11th. Lincoln is at East. North is at Hoover. I'm sorry, North is at Atumla. And other games in the uh, CIML and the Iowa Conference play, the fifth-ranked Ankeny Centennial girls, fourth-ranked Centennial boys at Ankeny. And the Anthony girls ranked 13th, losing last night in a game you heard in Iowa Catholic Radio to the Dowling girls. Fort Dodge is at Ames, and Marshalltown is at Mason City. So that's the lineup tonight with the CIML girl-boy doubleheaders. They all start at 6:15 with the girls' games. Tomorrow, there's a, a couple of doubleheaders going on in the, uh, the non-division game. The Urbandale Jayhawks travel to Mason City. Uh, beginning at noon with the girls' game, the boys' game to follow at 1.30. And over at Des Moines-Lincoln, they will be hosting Roosevelt in a girls' and boys' doubleheader beginning at 2 o'clock at the Roundhouse at Des Moines-Lincoln. So that's a look at the schedule in the CIML. Let's take a look at the Class 5A rankings here at Southeast Polk High School as we watch both teams get warmed up for their rematch tonight. Number one team in Class 5A is the Johnston Dragons. Number two is Waukee. Third ranked is Waterloo West. And the Southeast Polk Ram girls are ranked fourth. Ankeny Centennial ranked fifth. And then six through ten is Iowa City West. Cedar Rapids, Washington. Cedar Falls. 
Dowling Catholic at number nine and the Valley Tigers at number 10. And then 11 through 15 has Des Moines Roosevelt at 11, Iowa City High 12th, Ankeny 13th, and uh, Davenport North 14th, and Indianola comes in at number 15. So that's a look at the rankings in the uh, girls' class 5A. I mentioned a rematch tonight between Dowling and Southeast Polk in the girls' and boys' contest. Uh, Southeast Polk winning both games in their previous meeting this year. And, of course, it was a four-point Southeast Polk win over Dowling 65-61 back in December. And uh, during that contest, uh, Grace Larkins had a very nice game for the Southeast Polk Rams in the win over Dowling. She had 25 points after being held to four points at halftime. She had 21 points in the second half and went uh, eight for eight at the free throw line in that fourth quarter. And then Brooke Woodyard, the other uh, starting guard, had 17 points in that contest. Riley Cruzy chipping in 10 as the Rams had three players in double figures. The Maroons actually led at halftime, but uh, Southeast Polk rallied in the second half and to close out the victory. So that's what uh, Dowling will be facing. Dowling will uh, have Ellen McVeigh in the starting lineup tonight. If you remember last night in uh, Dowling's win over Ankeny, it was uh, Dowling defeating Ankeny 69-50, and it was uh, McVeigh coming off the bench and Julia Moore getting the start. Ella has been battling a thumb injury, and she'll have it in the cast. She does now as I watch warm-ups right in front of us. So it'll be McVeigh in the starting lineup. But Emma Gipple, a double-double last night with 11 points and and 9.5 rebounds. That's what she averages, but... uh, Last night had a tremendous game where uh, she she had a double-double in that contest. And uh, I, we didn't really know that until uh, Coach uh, Meyer came up at halftime and told us. Uh, she had 12 points and 15 rebounds, did uh, Gipple. And uh, Maroons are going to need that kind of performance tonight, especially against these Rams who have uh, – Come in here, Steve Devinney, uh, winning seven, three in a row in seven of their last eight games. And, uh, Steve, this will, this will be a, a quite the test for the Maroons to try to defeat Southeast Polk here on this home court. And uh, welcome to the broadcast, my friend. Hey, thank you, Mark, very much. We, uh, we had these same two teams back in December on the 18th. And uh, Maroons uh, went down by four. But at that time, I think Southeast Polk was either one or two in the state. And uh, I left that night thinking, uh, hey, the Maroons are pretty darn good. I mean, they lost the game, but they went toe-to-toe with one of the top-rated teams. And uh, so we'll see what what happens on the rematch. As you say, the Maroons are going to have to play well tonight. When I walked into the uh, Southeast Polk gym down there to our left, right in front of what is now the Dowling bench, uh, Audrey Faber comes in. Of course, her dad and and mom are up here. They're watching... uh, in the other gym, they had somebody, one of the relatives, playing over there. Well, talk to Audrey, and I says, hey, wasn't there a memorable moment that involved you here about, oh, five, six years ago? She says, yeah. Remember the shot in the lane that won it in overtime yeah. over Southeast Polk? And both teams went on to the state tournament, and yeah. I think uh, ended up meeting there or winning the state title that year. But uh, the infamous shot by Audrey Faber, who is now assistant coach Audrey Faber, yeah. No, uh, her, her sister Haley and, and then her, both real fine Dowling Maroons. And then uh, Audrey went on to be one of the top, 
went on to be one of the top uh, 10, 15 players maybe in Creighton University history. She had a, a wonderful career there. Sure. And, uh, and now back, uh, what she says, giving back to the Dowling girls and helping them uh, achieve some of their goals. Uh, she's doing a great job. We have a, a great matchup tonight. Dowling girls, records 8-3. and three. They've won five of their last six. The lone loss was to Johnston, and nobody has seemed to uh, find a way to beat the Johnston Dragons, who are the defending Class 5A state champs. Maroons come in here with their 8-3 records. I mentioned ranked number 9, and the Rams, the Southeast Folk, the home team, their record is 9-2, and two, and they're ranked 4th in Class 5A. And Steve, as I was uh, letting our audience know, reading off some of the games tonight, Rankings on the girls' side, and I, I left you the boys' sub-states who just came out. Oh, excellent, out there. yeah. But the uh, rankings on the girls' side, very important, especially if you're in the top 15 and then you don't know who the 16th team is. But those are the one and two seeds, and that's kind of what they base each uh, regional bracket, so to speak, in all five classes. So a very important game, but you can see a team with five, six losses, but it played a pretty salty competition, and uh, we're going to see we're going to see that throughout the year. And uh, hopefully that will reflect the regionals coming up here in a couple weeks. Yeah, a little bit reminiscent of maybe what you see in some of these power conferences at the next level. The Big Ten, for example, this year at one point had nine teams in the top 25. CIML is always highly represented in the top 15 when you read those names off. And uh, this year is no different. So, as you say, the, the Maroons could have five, six, seven losses. We hope not. But they're still going to be a really, really good team and battle-tested when they get to the playoffs. Absolutely. Well, we're here at the Southeast Polk Gym here in Pleasant Hill, Iowa, formerly in Runnels, but Pleasant Hill annexed them. Steve, that, that happened many, two years Well, ago. Pleasant Hill's going to be about the size of Waukee or Ankeny one of these days. It's getting there. <laughs> and these uh, beautiful homes out here, acreages, if you will, are being sold to developers. So you never know. You might be... Uh, might be thinking, well, there might be a second high school out here. I know there's some murmurs, but nothing definite. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk more about that later. But anyway, beautiful facility. And we'll be back with our pregame show. Mark Amadale, Steve DeVitti from the Southeast Polk Gym. It's Dowling and Southeast Polk, the girls' game, coming up. And we'll have the starting lineups. Our studio producer tonight, the one and only Jeff Piggott. He is keeping us honest here. And we'll be back with the starters after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online ashworthvision.com. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray here from The Doctor Is In. Did I explain to you my Amway theory? Very simple. You give to this station, you support Catholic Radio, and you get a percentage credit of all the lives that are changed. This is true. I've been at this business a long time. I'll tell you, if you only knew the amount of people whose lives have been changed by Catholic Radio. So, you support this station. It would be hard to find something where your support goes as far as it does. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym alongside Steve DeVinney, the Hall of Famer Steve DeVinney, the uh, Senior Vice President of Investments at, uh, and Branch Manager at Raymond James & Associates, the Grandview Hall of Famer. I'm going to get the title right 
Got to introduce you right, Mr. Davini. <laughs> Joe Stacey and I have been working on this when he covered yeah. for me a few weeks. I, I think what we need to do is focus <laughs> on the kids, not me. But uh, <laughs> you no. embarrass me every time we go on the air. No problem. And he's a pretty good dad, husband, and grandfather. So I've been told by others. Yeah. I didn't hear much about the coaching part. You, I haven't, told, you, you, haven't asked, you haven't asked my wife if I'm a good husband. <laughs> Tracy <laughs> is a gem. All right, let's take a look at the starters tonight. First of all, for the visitors from Dowling. Head coach is Kristen Meyer, fifth year, 85 wins, 22 losses. And she's assisted by Joel Danner, Scott Babinat, and uh, Audrey Faber. And Dowling will start this lineup. One guard, Ella McVeigh, a 5'7 senior, averaging six points, short one number one. The other guard is Margaret Tobias. Tobias, a 5'6 senior, averaging eight and a half points, two and a half assists, and shoots 76% from the free throw line, short number three. And the third guard for Dowling is Maddie Wishman, a 5'7 senior, averaging eight points, leads the team with 23 made three. She had five last night against Ankeny, and uh, she'll wear number five. One forward. And who also plays guard at times. That's Emma Gipple, a 5'10 junior, averaging 11 points, 9.5 rebounds. Leads a team with 22 steals. She'll wear number 23. And the center is Lexi Bowles, a 6'2 senior, averaging 14 points, 6 rebounds. Leads a team with 21 blocks. And the leading free throw shooter at 84%. Bowles will wear 35. So it'll be McVeigh, Tobias, Wishman, the three guards with Gipple and Bowles for Dowling Catholic. Off the bench for Dowling, we will see Julia Moore. And Olivia Bailey and Lauren Frericks will be the uh, top subs off the bench in the contest. Dowling's record is 8-3, and three, ranked ninth. They average 64 points on offense, give up just over 44 points on defense. The Maroons come in winning five of their last six games. And now for Southeast Polk, the Rams under head coach Tracy Daly in her ninth year. Uh, she won the state title back in 2013. And they will start this lineup at one guard, J.C. Elliott, a 5'6 senior, averaging five points, she'll wear number four. The other guard is Riley Cruzy, a 5'10 senior, averaging seven points, four rebounds, leads the team with nine blocks and 17 made three, she'll wear number 40. One forward, their leading scorer is Grace Larkins, the Division I recruited to South Dakota, averaging 18.5 points, seven rebounds, four assists, and leads the team with 40 steals, she'll wear number 10. The other forward is Brooklyn Daly, six-foot sophomore, averaging eight points. And finally, the other forward is Brooke Woodyard, a six-foot junior, averaging 15 points, seven rebounds, leads a team with 57% from the field. Coach Daly is assisted by Emily Zalik, Chuck Engel, Joel Van Coten, and James Reth. And uh, Coach Tracy Daly in her ninth year at uh, Southeast Polk, 157 wins, 48 losses. The Rams come in averaging 63 points on offense, give up 42 on defense. That's a look at the starting lineups tonight. We'll be back with a tip-off. Uh, but first, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer from Father Ryan Andrew. For our studio producer, Jeff Pickett, and Steve DeVinney, my colleague tonight, Mark Amadale, back to the tip-off after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this 
Through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Southeast Polk Gymnasium alongside Steve Davini. I'm Mark Amadale. Glad you could join us for Friday night, high school girls and boys basketball. We'll start with the girls game here in Iowa Catholic Radio. We just introduced our starting lineups. Our officials tonight, Randy Wiggins, Jeff Gunker, and the young lady who will throw the ball in the air, Carrie Budnick. And congratulations to them. I'd like to see the female officials out there. And Steve, I've been told, uh, you know, we got a voice for probably uh, being out there blowing the whistle more so than being on the radio. Uh, some <laughs> constructive criticism I, I keep getting from well, the people. Uh, the, uh, listen, the circle that I run in. We listen. We we take the criticism. A lot of it. They're probably right, and uh, <laughs> until somebody throws us out of the booth, we'll just do the best we can. Uh, security is on its way, so just be mindful. Of that, so be careful what you wish for. All right, we're just about set. Fischl's ready. Dowling in their road red, uh, maroon uniforms, excuse me, white numbers, and Southeast Polk in their home white uniforms. Black numbers with gold trim, and Dowling wins a tip. Bowles tips in the backcourt, and we're underway. Dowling going left to right in front of us, and a three-pointer by McVeigh in the corner is no good, and it goes out of bounds to Southeast Polk. So a quick shot by Dowling to start things off. Yeah, Ella last night... Uh in the makeup game uh, that we had on the air, had uh, 10 points. And that's a, a good night of scoring for her. She does a lot of other things well, but uh, not one of the top scorers, typically. Yeah, she came off the bench and just kind of blended right in. All right, here's Southeast Polk with the ball. They do a little dribble weave. As they pass the ball around, this is Larkins in the lane. Her shot no good. Bowles with the rebound. Very physical in there to let him play. And Bowles clears it out, and they have the rebound. Boy, did they ever let him play. But Lexi can take it. Yes, she can. Strong kid. Good rebounder. Eva Solseth, the uh, freshman at 5'9", number 34, is in the ball game. Dowling with the ball inside. A shot no good, and uh, ball cleared out of there. They try to lob in the corner to Gipple, and it's stolen away by Grace Larkins. So now Southeast Polk in transition. Layup is good as they get it off the glass, and Steve, they got the ball down court immediately. Yeah, Maroons didn't quite get back there, and... Uh, Coach's daughter Daly made him pay. Yes, they did. Two to nothing, Southeast Polk. Battle of top ten teams. A seed on the line potentially when they come out. Bowls for three, top of the key. It's off the back iron, no good. Long rebound out to Brooke Woodyard in Southeast Polk. Rams have it. Here's Solseth. Eva Solseth, the freshman, getting the start in the corner. Here's Brooklyn Daly for three, and it's good. And she's got all five of Southeast Polk points, and it's five nothing Rams. She got that up in a hurry and uh, with confidence. They're in his own defense now trying to sag in on our post uh, player. Yeah, it's Bowles. like a 3-2 uh, zone, if you will. There's Bowles on the baseline, short corner right side. Top of the key to Wishman for three. It's no good. She was hot last night with five threes. 
And McVay gets the rebound. Her putback is no good. It's blocked, but right back to her. And the Maroons will regroup against this zone. 3-2. There is Gipple on the short corner. Stops with the right block, and they're going to get her for the three-second call. Or somebody for three seconds. Yeah, I don't know who that was, but... Uh... So a tough start on a very well-defended Southeast Polk team. They only give up 42 points on defense. Dowling gives up 44 points. Yeah, no, uh, Southeast Polk really does have a, a lot of weapons. They have some good size. They have good scoring. Uh, very, very formidable opponent tonight. Yes, yes, it is. So J.C. Elliott did not start for the Rams. She is the gal that was, we announced as a 5'6 senior not starting, and they start Solsa. Averaging four points, three and a half rebounds, just at 5'9". Here's a shot in the lane, no good. Rebound and put back up and good by, I believe, Daly. She's got all seven points. Yep. Now she had a size advantage there on uh, Ella McVeigh, and, and Ella couldn't keep her off the glass. Daly at six feet and a sophomore. Dowling trailing by seven with the basketball. They lob it inside, and a whistle and a foul will be called on Grace Larkins, her first. Mark Amadale, Steve Davidi here at the Southeast Polk Gymnasium. Glad you could join us for high school girls and boys basketball on this Friday night. I want to thank Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, and dental associates for being with us tonight. Our studio producer is Jeff Pickett. Appreciate Looks like all he's doing, trying to get our... Got a bump, yep. Our board up all... Baseline drive there by uh, Tobias, and she was fouled. See that. By uh, number 34, yes. Whistled on Solseth. That's her first. Second team foul in Southeast Polk. Eva Solseth. And start tonight. And now the Rams are Dowling inside, and here with the left hand is Gipple with the score. Nice little reverse pivot off the offensive glass. That ends a 7-0 run by Southeast Polk to start the game. Gipple with her first two points. Dowling now kind of in a matchup zone, if you will. Long three, up and good. You won't be able to do that long. Stella Charleston checking in and shooting the three. Charleston, a 5-7 sophomore. And underneath is Bulls. She'll be guilty of the travel. So Lexi got loose on the right block and traveled. 10 to 2 is our score. Southeast Polk with the lead over Dowling County. Oh, goodness sakes. Maroons did not get back. And that's Daly again, a 30-second timeout called. Uncontested layup in transition, Mark. Not, not a good... Uh, not a great start for the Maroons. Nine points for Daly. Charleston with three, and it's 12 to 2. Southeast Polk by 10 with 4-12 remaining first quarter. Mark Amadale, Steve Devenny from the Southeast Polk Gym are thanks to Mercy One, Kemen, and Dental Associates. To the table to our right, as we're right behind the uh, scores table and benches here at Southeast Polk up here in the track, is the Mediacom folks, BJ and Wade Lukenbill. Calling the gun. BJ Shaben, excuse me, and Wade Luke and Bill calling both the girls and boys games. I told Wade, I said, hey, there's a big Hawkeye game on tonight. Iowa at Illinois. He's got to get home after this and, and check it out. He said, let's give the mic to Swaim and have him do color for TV and radio. He could do the simulcast. Excellent. And I said, well, that might work. Seventh ranked Iowa at 19th ranked Illinois tonight 
At 8 o'clock, they'll tip it off in Champaign. And now Dowling with the ball, and they turn it over. Steal by Southeast Polk. The Rams now with it. The other way we go. Here's Bailey with it. Brooklyn Daly, rather. Daly, a six-foot sophomore. The coach's daughter, as you mentioned, Steve, having an outstanding start. She's got nine points here in the first quarter. Now a three-pointer, top of the key. Good. They're shooting lights out. Grace Larkins for three. That's her first bucket of the night. 15-2 Southeast Polk. Maroons have settled for so far for uh, lots and lots of uh, three-point looks. Have not gotten anything to go down. And uh, Polk is really the aggressor right here at both ends yeah, of the floor. playing everything. Dowling has not found the opening it needs. They're trying to get it inside the Bulls right now. Now dribble drive, pull-up jumper short. Ball slapped around and rebounded by Southeast Polk. Stella Charleston with the rebound. Outlet pass goes to Brooklyn Daly. And here's Southeast Polk with it in their front court. Charleston. Back out, a three-pointer no good by Larkins. Rebound Rams. Larkins with the ball, and her shot up and good with the left hand. This may get out of hand quick. Five points for Larkins, and it's 17-2. Southeast Polk by 15. Maroon's got to hang in there, move the ball around a little bit, and uh, use some clock and get good shots. Here's Bowles underneath. Her shot up, and it's short. Gets her own rebound. The putback up and good. The strength of Lexi Bowles showed there. She has her first basket, and it's 17-4 Southeast Polk with 2.30 remaining in the first quarter. Yeah, that was one of her first touches there at the offensive end. And Larkin starts out top, dribbles down inside, and scores. Grace Larkin's with her seventh point, averaging 18.5, and, and she's well on her way, 19-4 the lead for Southeast Polk. Here's Bowles on the baseline, her shot up and good. That time, Rams did not rotate down on her, and Lexi with her fourth point for Dowling. Yeah, most teams, uh, it's going to be a difficult match, but they try to just take her one player at a time. There's Larkins again, her shot no good. Brooklyn Daly with the rebound, feeds it inside, shot off the glass, good. Brooke Woodyard with her first basket. It's all Southeast Polk in this first quarter, 21-6, the Ram girls leading. Dowling with the ball. On the baseline is Wishman, and the ball is kicked out of bounds by Southeast Polk. Substitutions for Dowling. We will see for the first time tonight, Lauren Frericks for the Maroons and Julia Moore, number 21. 30 second timeout for Southeast Polk, it looks like. The Rams will take a 30 second break. Our 30 second timeout, we will keep it here. Minute 42 remaining in the quarter. 21 to six is our score. Southeast Polk with the lead. Want to thank Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construct Professionals and Dental Associates. Steve Devaney. What a start. Talk about getting off to good starts. The Rams have, they put 21 points up. We haven't even played. We've got about, uh, what, six and a half minutes played already, and they've got 21 points. Unbelievable. Yeah. No, the Maroons are going to have to weather the storm. You know, it can be a game of runs, but you're going to have to uh, limit the uh, leak outs and the easy baskets, and uh, they're scoring from the inside and the outside, and the Maroons just aren't uh, – keeping up the pace. They're not getting back on defense quite enough with them, and uh, so far this is a, a kind of a one-sided affair. The two teams met back in December right before the Christmas break. The Rams winning 65-61. Had to come from behind in that fourth quarter to beat Dowling. And now here's Gipple on the right block. Well defended by Cruzy, and now Gipple has to uh, get it back up top. This will be Tobias with it. It's inside to Julia Moore on the baseline to Frerichs. Pull-up jumper, no good. And a loose ball foul called on Dowling. This will be on Julia Moore. That's her first foul. And the first foul of the ball game on Dowling. 
Oh, the officials now. Oh, they called it on Southeast Polk? Wait a second. No, they called it on Yes. Solseth on the box out. That's her second. Oh, it's one of those hooks to yep. call her. Yep. So Solseth gets her second foul. All right. So I'll race that. Julia Moore not committing the foul. Solseth with her second foul. Amazing. For the old hook, what they call that in college basketball, the, the old armbar hook. Yeah. Dowling with the ball. And here's Ferguson in the lane. Her shot no good. Put back up and good by the Maroons. That's Emma Gipple. With her fourth point. Yeah, that was created there by, by good aggressiveness from Frerichs. She missed the shot, but she true, uh, drew two defenders and left Gipple alone on the weak side to get the board. All right, here's Larkins working inside her shot, blocked by Gipple. Ramps get, keep the basketball, ah. and they work inside to Daly, and she draws the foul. That'll be on Frerichs, her first. Yep, Frerichs allowed her to go through the lane untouched and then uh, went over her back. So Cadence Williams in for... Solsif, the freshman who committed her second foul, will sit down. Williams, the 5'6 senior, off the bench for head coach Tracy Daly. Ninth year here at Southeast Polk. Rams inbound the ball. Get to Woodyard. Back out to Larkins. Grace looking inside. Leaves it for Daly. Daly with nine first quarter points. 44 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Little two-person game, and they leave it for Daly. For three, it's no good. Rebound Dowling. Gipple with the rebound. All the way down court, Tobias. Her shot no good. Rebound more. Her turnaround shot up. Missed every, uh, missed the, and hits the back of the rim. Rebound Southeast Polk and Larkins. They lob it inside. Now it goes out of bounds off of Woodyard to be Dowling basketball. So a little, little bit better intensity by the Maroons in the last minute or so. Yeah. Getting back on defense. Uh, they, they just lacked uh, energy, it looked like, in the first uh, four or five minutes. Well, talk, you know, you say a lot of times, Steve, when you coach, get off to a good start. Forget yeah. everything else. We talked about matchups and all this stuff. Get off to a good start. And this may cost Dowling if they can't uh, erase that deficit, which reached 15 points. And oh, reverse shoot. layup, no good by the Maroons, by Tobias. Off balance in there. Rebound Larkins in Southeast Polk. And she feeds Brooklyn Daly, and she shoots and scores and draws the foul. Wow. Daly now with 11 points and a chance for an and one here. Follows on. Emma Gipple, her first. Was that Gip? That's what they said. Uh, the yes, it is. Yeah. Free throw, no good. And the rebound, Gipple. And that'll end the first quarter of play. What a first quarter it was for Southeast Polk. The Rams lead it 23-8 to from the Southeast Polk gym. I'm Mark Amadil, Steve DeVinney with me, and Jeff Piggott, our studio producer, back with the second quarter in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation, to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. We are back here at the Southeast Polk Gym alongside Steve Davidi, Mark Amadale. High school girls and boys basketball tonight. Goodness. And it's 23-8, Southeast Polk with the lead over Dowling. Underway here in the second quarter. And Tobias commits the foul on the first possession of Southeast Polk here in the second yeah, quarter, Steve. Yeah, kind of a reach-in. I'm not sure, uh, that, you know, they need to probably let things go a little bit more than that. But Both teams now with three fouls each. Rams with the basketball. They go right to left as we broadcast up on the track, right behind the benches. And we've got a whistle and a foul on Dowling. This will be on Wishman. So the fouls starting to pile up for Dowling. Gipple, Frerichs, Wishman, and Tobias all with one foul. 23-8 Southeast Polk. They get loose in the lane, and a shot by Daly's no good. Rebound out to Julia Moore, who gets the second quarter start, as does Lauren Frerichs. Also out there, Margaret Tobias, Maddie Wishman, who picked up the foul. And Emma Gipple, three-pointer up in the corner. Good as Tobias for three, her first three of the night. And now the Rams the other way. Woodard. Woodyard. Woodyard again. That's her second bucket, her fourth. Once again, the the, uh, Southeast Polk is just beating the Maroons down the floor. It's not even close. Transition basketball, yeah, Steve. Maroons basketball. And and maybe the Maroons athletically aren't aren't up to the challenge. Here's Frerichs for three, and it's good from the left wing. Couple back-to-back threes, you never know for the Maroons, but they're going to have to get some stops down here. Frerichs with just her sixth three in two games. Yeah. Not bad. 25-14. Rams lead now 11. It was 15 in the first quarter. Here's Daly down the lane with the left hand. Shot up and good. She went right around two defenders, and Brooklyn's having a career tonight. She's got 13 points. Yep. No answer. Dowling with the ball, and they lose it out of bounds. It'll be... Ram basketball substitutions now for Southeast Polk for the first or for the second time. Stella Charleston will check in, number 24. Sitting down will be the coach's daughter, Brooklyn Daly. Come on, girls, get back. Full court pressure by Southeast Polk. Larkins, you can't let her have the ball, <laughs> and she does. But uh, Rams now will run their offense. Grace, top of the key for three. Good. Nothing but the bottom of the net for Larkins, and she's got 10 points. That part of her game has really improved from a year ago, Mark. She's always been a slasher, but that's their second three here in the first half. She's headed to South Dakota, play for the Coyotes in Division I women's basketball. And underneath, the shot no good, but Bowles with the rebound and put back for her sixth point for Dowling. Turn around, find the ball. 30-16, to 16, Southeast Pope, just under six minutes remaining. Here in the second quarter, Michael Connor, the Dowling boys coach, will join us at halftime. Corner three up, and... They're going to wave it off, no good. Travel. Looks like she kind of kind of hopped into the shot, didn't the she? Bunny hop by Eva Solseth, who's now playing with two fouls. Deficit is f- uh, 14 for the Maroons with the ball and a chance to cut into it. 5.40 remaining, Dowling with the basketball. With it is Tobias. They work the right side. Here is Julia Moore in the lane. Shot the left hand. 
Blocked out of bounds by Cruzy. It'll be Dowling basketball. So Maroons will inbound it with Ella McVeigh, who's back in the lineup. Good aggressiveness there by Julia, but uh, got into the land of the Giants, as they say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> McVeigh looking for an opening, gets it to Bowles. She works left baseline and now kicks it back out to McVeigh. Over to Tobias. Now to Julia Moore, who's in for Wish Wishman right now. Dowling being patient. Gipple with it, top of the key. Dowling will set their offense. It's good patience by the Maroons. Gipple cut off, gets it back up top to Wishman. To Tobias, rather, it's stolen away. Here's a steal by Southeast Polk. Solseth with it. She has it stolen away by Moore. Julia with the Moore with the steal and a foul in the backcourt on the Rams on Grace Larkins, her second. 5.04 remaining here in the second quarter, 30 to 16. Southeast Polk with the lead over Dowling. You know, the Maroons might have to try to employ what uh, what Tampa Bay Bucks will in, in nine days because uh, Kansas City can score so quickly. Yes, they can. <laughs> like the Southeast Polk girls. Bay with it as Dowling in the offensive set. Rams in that kind of matchup zone and traveling on more. Ouch. Randy Wiggins with the call and the correct call. So... Back in the Dowling lineup will be Maddie Wishman. She'll replace Margaret Tobias. Dowling will employ full court pressure. Moore and McVeigh in the backcourt along with Wishman. little pressure token pressure. Yep. Yeah, it ended up being token. As Dowling drops back, there's Woodyard with it. They work the right side. Cadence Williams back in the lineup for Coach Daly. And the corner goes to Brooklyn Daly, the coach's daughter. Back to Williams. Dowling stays man-to-man here with the ball is Charlson. Dribbles in the lane, is cut off, now leaves it for Woodyard. Now a long three coming up and short. Loose ball to Daly, and she loses out of bounds, but they're going to get a whistle and a foul on Dowling. They're going to get yep. Gip for the foul in a second. So it will be free throws coming for Brooklyn Daly here, Mr. Brooklyn Daly, you know, we always give Emma Gippo so much credit for crashing the offensive glass. But tonight, Daly's doing an outstanding job of that for Southeast Polk. Yes, she is. She has 14 points now. The first free throw is good. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Kemen, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. Mark Amadale, Steve DeVinney here at the Southeast Polk Gym in Pleasant Hill. Friday night basketball. Second free throw is good by Daly. 15 points. I'm not sure if she's a little bit quicker than the Maroons or if she's just uh, out hustling them, but uh, she's done a great job so yeah, far. She comes in averaging eight points, Steve. Yep. Eight points, she has 15, and we haven't even finished the half. 4-10 remaining in the first half. 32-16, Rams have double the score. Corner three, no good by Dowling, and that was Lauren Frerichs with the miss. Rebound Rams. They're in the front court now. Woodard with it. Feeds the right wing. Three-pointer, good! That is Stella Charleston. Yeah, sitting That's out there on the on the wing, and the Maroons didn't identify her. Now here is McVeigh for three. It's no good. Moore with the rebound. And Dowling now with it. Bowles will think about the three. Now we'll shoot the three. It's in and out. No good. Ball slapped out of bounds. They're going to give it to Dowling. Good hustle that time by McVeigh. Kind of clogging things up, and it went off a ramp. So Dowling will inbound the ball underneath their own basket. 3.39 remaining, second quarter, 35-16, Southeast Polk. Here's Bowles with it, left side, spins in the lane. South the glass, no good, gets her own rebound. And a put back up and good 
as she out hustled Brooke Woodyard there. Yep, she, uh, as I said earlier, man, she, it's just a tough matchup for any team in this league. If she gets in, if she gets down there low on the block, she's difficult to defend. Lexi Bowles, eight points, leading Dowling. Emma Gipple with four points. Lauren Fricks and Margaret Tobias, a three-pointer each. And now the Rams turn the ball over to be Dowling basketball with 3.15 remaining here in the half. Yep, excellent defense there. Moore will check out. Julia Moore of the Twins. Julia and Sarah, who we have not seen tonight. And now in the front court is Tobias. With it is Wishman. Now to McVeigh. And we got a whistle and a pushing foul called on Cadence Williams of Southeast Polk. At 44. 44, I'm sorry. So both teams with five fouls each, three minutes remaining. Now last night against Ankeny, we didn't get into the double bonus. No, we didn't. Bonus uh, in the first half. Three-pointer no good by Dowling, but a putback up and good. The miss by Tobias, but Bowles with the putback for her 10th point, and now we've got... Looks like uh, Southeast Polk stepped over the end line as they were uh, inbounding the ball. Yep. Lexi Bowles is keeping the Maroons at least respectably close. They're down 15, but... uh, Dowling basketball and a full timeout, so we'll take one ourselves here, Mr. Devinney. Yep. With 2.50 remaining here in the second quarter, Southeast Polk 35, Dowling 20 here in this top 10 girls game from Southeast Polk High School back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at MercyDesMoines.org. Back here at the Southeast Polk Gym alongside Steve Devaney, Mark Amadale, as we are up here on the track broadcasting tonight with our friends from Mediacom to our right. Corner three by Dowling out of the turnover is no good by McVeigh, but Maroons keep the basketball. Ferrick's in the middle, and her shot just inside the free throw line is no good. Opportunities there for Dowling, Steve, and they couldn't capitalize. Now the other way, a layup that's no good by Woodard, and Dowling with the ball. Here's the Maroons on a layup. Maddie Wishman shoots and scores, and Dowling beats Southeast Polk down court. That might be the first time uh, all night that the Maroons have had a transition basket. That we said something like that. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> 35-22 Rams. Hey, two, Maroons are fighting. Down two, 13. 2 10 remaining. Second quarter. Now the Rams lose it out of bounds as Cruzy was double teamed on the left block and she lost it out of bounds. Dowling basketball. Reminder at halftime, we'll have Michael Connor, the Dowling Catholic boys basketball coach. And while we have a moment, I want to wish uh, our thoughts and prayers to the Tarpey family right now. And I uh, can't go too much into detail, but please keep them in your immediate uh, prayers, uh, Pete Tarpey and his family. And we'll have more details uh, later, but I uh, uh, want to keep them in our prayers tonight and their crews all over the CIML. Dowling with the basketball, and they get it inside the bowls, and Lexi finds a way to 
get around defenders, and he, she now has her 12th point here, Steve. Yeah, she's really been tough to stop. Maroons are just uh, down 11. They've cut into it a little bit, Mark. Here's Cruzy back over to Woodward for three. Good. That's how you stop a rally. You get Brooke Woodyard to launch a three, and it's good. It's her seventh point. And it's 38-24 Rams. And now we got an offensive foul on Dowling. A legal screen called by the Maroons. And they're going to get bowls for yeah. their first foul. I think Lexi was trying to establish position and put that big right arm up and uh, into the face of the defender. Minute 15 remaining. Rams with the basketball. 16 foul on Dowling. Five on Southeast Polk. Rams pick up their dribble by Charleston at half court. Now they get it to Daly. Runes with man-to-man defense. Here's Daly. Pull-up jumper no good after she gets away from, from the defender. And now Bowles with the block shot as Charleston got the rebound, tried to put it up, and it was blocked by Lexi Bowles. And now in transition, the ball slapped out of bounds. They say a bad pass by Frerichs. Yeah. The way we go. I thought maybe it was tipped by Daly or maybe Daly fouled her. but It uh, looked like it, didn't yeah. it? But it wasn't. Yep. Not, not to be. Slipped out of the hands of Frerichs. For Dowling now, it's, it's McVeigh, Tobias, and Wishman, the three guards, along with Bowles. Gippel is out, and they have Lauren Frerichs in at her spot. 40 seconds remaining. Southeast poke the ball. Brooklyn Daly, a spin mole shot blocked again by Bowles. Rebounded to Dowling and Maddie Wishman. Excellent job from the weak side. Here's Tobias with it. Let's see if the Rams are in. They're in a 2-3 zone, it looks like. Corner three by McVeigh, in and out, no good. And the rebound... Southeast Polk and Brooke Woodyard now in transition underneath, and Williams' shot is no good. Fight for the rebound, and coming away with it is McVeigh. 15 seconds remaining. Let's see if Dowling can get a shot off. Possession arrow favors Dowling. 10 seconds left. In the corner, Frerichs for three, right baseline, off the mark, no good. Ball slapped around into the hands of Cadence Williams. Two seconds remaining. Daly all the way down court, and a layup is no good. It rolled around the rim and wouldn't fall through, and we go to halftime, Steve Devinney with Southeast Polk leading Dowling 38-24 to 24 here, Coach. Yeah, no, I think the Maroons, honestly, you know, at one point you called the score 17-2, to two, and about that time the Maroons really did wake up, and you got to give them credit for, uh, for really uh, making a decent comeback and making it more competitive. Uh, it's a large deficit to overcome, but they played a lot better in that second quarter. Well, they certainly did. We're going to take a break. We're at halftime here at the Southeast Polk Gym. And Southeast Polk girls lead Dowling 38-24 in a matchup of two top tens. Our halftime guest is here, Michael Connor. We'll preview the boys' game coming up here in Iowa Catholic Radio. For Steve Devenny, I'm Mark Amadale. Back with our halftime guest in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction professionals. Design. Build. Renovate. CPCustomHomes.com. From our family to yours. God bless. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. 
Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And welcome back to the Southeast Folk Gym alongside Steve Deveni, Mark Amadale here at halftime of the girls' contest. And the Southeast Polk girls, the fourth-ranked Rams, lead ninth-ranked Dowling 38-24 at the half. Joined now by the Dowling boys basketball coach, and that is Mike O'Connor and uh, O.C. Good to see you. I'm glad to see we go back-to-back tonight. You know, we haven't had too many of those in a, quite a while. And uh, welcome to the Ram Gym. Thanks, Mark. Good to be back. Uh, it's nice to be back in the gym as soon as possible after last night. I'll bet. I'll bet. Well, I had to be a frustrating night. I know you don't have uh, your leading scorer and uh, one of those guys that uh, the straw that stirs a drink. I think we use that in the scouting circles. If I remember right, Matt Riedel out probably for another week. Of course, you only have one game next week, and it's a week from night against Urbandale. Unless you and Coach Meyer come up with a uh, game Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday, <laughs> you got a week off. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, uh, you got to get back out. You got to play who you have with who you have. We've seen a lot of teams without yeah. players in different sports and even without their head coach. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. Well, it's but, funny. You can – I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but on game night you can play without a head coach because your assistants can do the job. We saw you know, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You we know, saw that. But, you uh, can still play without all your players, <laughs> but having your all your players certainly yeah. is uh, much easier for a team. Well, OC, take on Southeast Polk for the second time, and uh, the Rams now have – kind of gotten your number here they got a game last year they got you in december and they won two in a row and a, you know in the series that's been dominated by Dallas. i'll tell you what alan jenkins does a super job he speaks very highly of you but you look what he's done just turning that ram program around and he's done a pretty good job and he's down a player that tate goodman who was one of yep. his starters is now out with an acl and he's down to an eight player rotation but uh, he thinks they're right where they want to be uh, going into postseason, they're they're very good, and and Allen's done a great job. Um, it was an excellent hire by Southeast Polk to bring him in, and even that first year when they weren't terribly successful, you could see things starting to change, right. swing there at the end. And I mean, a lot of these kids that were on that team then are still playing now. You know, the James Glenn, the Kagianos, um, and they got some other kids. The the Bartlett kid, the Bain kid, are really really good players. Really good players. Um, so, yeah, he's done a tremendous job, and, you know, they, they got us last year in the last game of the regular season, a game they just whooped us. Um, the game earlier this year, we, we really felt like that was a game we kind of let get away. You had the lead in the fourth yeah, quarter. And, uh, by eight or nine. Yeah. And then and they had some, did some silly things that hope we can control. But tonight's going to be a totally different game. We're both different now. We're down a guy. They're down a guy. Sure. Um, you know, I, I felt good. We had a walkthrough, and the kids responded pretty well, and, Hope we can come out and play with a little bit more conviction and purpose tonight. Maybe aren't quite as timid as we were last night. I think some guys being in some different roles kind of took them a little while to adjust. But um, hopefully we can come out with a little bit more urgency on the defensive end, a little bit more purpose and conviction on offense. I like how Simon Daniel tried to take that role of Riedel, attacking when he had a one-on-one matchup down inside the paint. Simon really became the aggressor. They got a little comfortable with it, but I also thought some of the kids in the second half maybe got a little tired because their roles were expanded, and sometimes that'll that'll get to you. You wouldn't think so in basketball because you're used to going up and down, but uh, I like the effort in that first half. It was that second half that you just got to, you know, you're wondering, okay, they're making their run. You've got to answer it. Well, it's a, it's a make-miss game, and 
we missed some shots in the third quarter that were pretty good shots that we felt, I mean, if if we make them, the game's completely different. Sure. We come out and hit a three. We go down and get a stop. Excuse me, we start the stop, start the half with a stop, go down and hit a three, go down and get another stop, and we miss a layup. We come down and get a stop, we go down and miss another layup. And then they go down and they hit a floater, a tough floater, and we come back down and we hit a three. So we're kind of hanging in there. In the next three or four possessions, we miss two more layups and an open three, and, you know, the you got to make those. You know, when you're down, guys, you got to make those to keep the pressure on them, and we just weren't able to sustain that. Right. And, you know, I look looking back the last time you met uh, Southeast Polk, that uh, young man, James Glenn, had a career of 33 points, and his teammate, Chase Bartlett, had 24. They're Boone Bain, who's really their second best yeah. outside shooter. Boone Bain, he held him to zero, but they went the free throw line 23 times. I'm not sure how many times you went, but that's you look at things like turnovers, rebounds, free throw attempts versus yep. makes by the other team a lot in that formula and it's, it goes that back to what you were just talking about Mike. um you know there was four situations in that game we got a t that's two free throws we fouled two three-point shooters and i'll be very honest with that i didn't think either one of them were fouls watching it on film we sent it in we even had the league supervisor tell us yeah that that one probably yeah. The one he was a little bit gray on, but the other one he said, I, I think that may have been. There's a moving screen before that that would have prevented the shot. And then we found another two-point shooter. That's 10 free throws. They went 10 for 10 on all of them. Oh, my goodness. And we feel like those are mistakes that we can control and we can clean up. Um, and if, if we would have done that, we might have been in a different situation. And those are things that we have to control what we can control. And if, if we do that, I think he's the one that made the, all 10 free throws. He just can't do that to a good player. That's how he gets 35. Yeah, and he did, boy. He uh, he lit it up. And, uh, of course, you know, for, for Dallin, you got to control what you have. Uh, you know, this lineup last night, Mikey Chase, who started at the beginning of the year, now in the starting lineup as Riedel's out. And then your uh, your bench support, you know, Carson Brown, Andrew Lynch, Jalen Moses. We saw uh, Quincy Ferguson in there, uh, the young junior. So you played a lot of kids in that second half. And I know when I see that and then you look at the score, you're, you're trailing by – 10 points or 12 points, something like that, you're looking for the right combination to rally the team. We, we were just looking for anything to kind of give right. us a spark. And, you know, through three quarters, we felt like if we make some shots, it's a different game, but we weren't making shots. And, and trying to give Q and Carson an opportunity to see what they can do and in some extended minutes and um, helping their growth process here and, and seeing if they could kind of start a fire. And they both did some nice things. Uh, but we, we do, we need to find... With Matt being out, this provides us an excellent opportunity to try to develop some depth, and we need it. Um, and, and I think Mikey Chase took a huge step forward last night, yes, hitting three threes. Hopefully he can continue that tonight. But, you know, if we can get through this kind of with our head on our shoulders and our, our, our chins up and we get Matt back and we have some guys who are able to step up and give us some, you know, new contributions, that, that'll be a good thing for us in the long run. It, it's hard right now without Matt, but long term this could be a positive. Well, Coach, I know uh, we want to wish you best of luck. We'll be here for the game, but we got a week off. I mean, next week you, you host Urbandale, and I think you, you know, it's probably not your best night shooting. I watched it in COVID protocol myself from home. Probably not your best night shooting until last night, maybe. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, uh, Swamer said he said, this reminds me of the Urbandale game. I yeah. said, you know what? I was watching that game with we, a bunch of medication, and I think it's probably went through your head, yeah. too. You get a week We look like Urbandale. we were playing on medication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a make-miss game, <laughs> and is. when you make shots, the game's really easy, and when you don't, it's really hard, and, and we've gone through some stretches here where it's hard to score, and 
we're going to have to address that because we're probably going to you play enough basketball, you're going to have some stretches like that where our defense has to pick us up and, and keep us in games. Well, Coach, stay healthy. Get uh, Rally your team tonight. And we will. We'll be here to, to call the game when you do. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. Michael Conner, the Dowling Catholic boys basketball coach, visit with us at halftime. And the halftime score of the girls game, fourth-ranked Southeast Polk leading ninth-ranked Dowling, 38-24. We'll be back with the second half in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Hello, my friends. Father Wade Menezes is here of EWTN's Open Line Tuesday, where topics of faith, family, and fellowship are discussed each week, along with my giving general pastoral advice and catechesis. I'm asking you to faithfully support your local Catholic radio station, help give the Catholic faith to others by promoting solid Catholic programming in your local area. I strongly encourage you to become a faithful steward to your local Catholic radio station. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. We're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym alongside Michael Connor, or Michael Connor, who was here. He Steve just left. He just took this chair. <laughs> and Dowling trailing now 38 24 at the half. Both teams played to a 15 15 tie in that uh, second quarter, but uh, Dowling trails after trailing 23 8 at the end of the first quarter. And Dowling's first possession, a turnover. Rams come down court, and they miss the layup. It goes out of bounds, and now the Maroons have the basketball. Corner three, no good by Margaret Tobias, and the rebound out to Southeast Polk, and they have the ball, and they work it inside and draw the foul. It might be on Gipple, and it will be. That her third? Uh, yes, it is. So Emma Gipple with her third foul. It's too bad. 7.21 remaining. Third quarter running away here in the second half. Rams the free throw line, and that is uh, Grace Larkin's first free throw good. Grace going to South Dakota, play for the Coyotes up there in Vermilion, South Dakota, Division I program. First free throw is good. She now has 11 points, make it 12 with both free throws. She had 10 at halftime. Brooklyn Daly had 15 points at the half to lead Southeast Pope. Six points for Stella Charlson off the bench, and seven points for Brooke Woodyard. Dowling with the ball, and they turn it over again. They get it in the front court. Daly with it. 40-24. to 24. The Rams by 16. This might be their biggest lead of the night. And now we've got three seconds in the lane on Southeast Polk. Second time we've seen that call tonight by the officials, so they're watching the lane there, Mr. Yep. Devenny. No, the Maroons, uh, like you said earlier in the first half, it's important to get off to a good start. And so when you're down 14 at half, you have to – it's equally as important to get off to a good start in the second half. And Tobias with a three. That's her second three of the night. Margaret now with six points. That away. Run down the Dowling scoring real quick. Maddie Wishman with two points. Four points for Emma Gipple at halftime, but she's battling foul trouble. Rams working inside, and ball knocked out of bounds on the missed yeah, shot. Yeah, block, block shot by Bowles. Lauren Frerich's off the bench with three points for Dowling. And Lexi Bowles leading the way for the Maroons with 12 points. Dowling has not shot a free throw. 
Rams are two for three at the free throw line in the first half, and they're now four for five in the ball game. Interestingly enough, Mark, Bowles with an inside move, strong and, left hand. Yep, off the glass good on the left block over Riley Cruzy. Bowles with her 14th point. Go ahead, Steve. No, I'm just going to say, uh, as well as Polk has played, only four of their players scored in the first half. I just noticed that. One, two, three. And, and now they just turned it over while you're looking at the, the yeah. to add some numbers up. So the Maroons will get it back down 11 and a chance to get it back down to single digits. Yeah, so, yeah, but the, the two that have scored... Daly with 15, averaging just eight. And uh, Glarkins, who has 12 now. And now, is that Bowles for Bowles. three? Bowles! That's the second three of the uh, uh, First three of the night, excuse me. She eight has, point deficit, Mark. Timeout, Southeast Polk. So Lexi Bowles for three from the top of the key gives, cuts the lead to eight. 40 to 32, Southeast Polk with the lead over Dowling. We'll keep it here with a 30 second timeout. Lexi with 17 points. That's her first three of the night, and her, just looking up here, the threes on the year. Nonetheless, Dowling has cut it to eight after trailing by as many as 16 just about a minute or two ago. Yeah, give the Maroons credit for not quitting. They really didn't look very good early in this game, did they? It looked, I mean, 17 to two, you it, called. At one point, yeah. And... Uh, so, gosh darn it, give them credit and uh, human nature as it would be. Southeast Polk has let down a little bit. They took the foot off the gas. They thought this had, they had this well in hand. And uh, now it's an eight-point deficit. So, Bowles' third three-point basket, made three-point basket of the year. And it's Southeast Polk basketball. 5-40 remaining third quarter in this top ten battle. For the second time, the Rams won the first meeting, 65-61 at Dowling back in late December. Now the Rams work inside to Cruzy. Her shot up, no good. Fight for the rebound and a jump ball, and it'll be Ram possession. No, it looks like uh, they started with the second half, Mark, so I think the Maroons will get it. I think. Mm, nope. Gee whiz. Are you sure? No, I, I think Dowling had it, and they turned it over. Okay. Yeah, we had it. Okay. Room. Dowling had the ball and turned it over right away. All right, here is Larkins in the lane. Cut off nicely by Gipple, who's back in there. A long three on the way. No good by Southeast Polk. Riley Cruz, the out of bounds to Dowling. Nice job, Maroons. Maybe kind of an ill-advised shot there. Deep, deep three. Our feet weren't, weren't really set, but the uh, the Maroons will take it. But in the first half, they all went in for the Rams. Hey, Amen. two, three, four, five made threes yep. for Southeast Polk. Dowling with the basketball in the front court. Rams stay man-to-man. They went to that matchup zone. That kind of bothered Dowling that first half with that scoring drought. Like you said, 17-2, the Maroons were down with that matchup zone. And now it looks like they're... Doing the same. Little 2 3 zone. Oh, look Dowling. at her. Look at her. There you go. Dowling being patient. High, High low. low. Gipple on the layup. Good. Nice offense. Gipple with four points, but battling three fouls. Nice offense there, Mark. Deficit is six. 40 to 34, Southeast Polk. Dowling with, or back on defense. They play man to man. There's Woodyard on a dribble handoff. They work the right side to Daly. Brooklyn guarded by McVeigh. With it is Larkins, guarded by Gipple with three fouls. Larkins dribbles in the lane. Boy, she has and a little. in the lane, a little Euro stepper. Shot no yeah. good, blocked by Bowles. Now here's Woodard for three. It's no good. Rebound, Daly. Underneath, and a layup good by Woodyard. Feed by Daly. Nine points for Book Woodyard, and I'll tell you what, the Rams battled through that possession yeah. to score. 
Now whistle and foul on the other end. Dowling attacks the glass. Fouls on Southeast. 42. And it'll be on Woodyard, her first foul. Team's uh, first foul of the second half. Margaret Tobias will get a pair. Uh, you know, I've noticed here, just in the second half specifically, when Grace Larkins, who's a great dribble penetrator, goes into the lane, she kind of clears a little room for herself with her left arm, uh, an arm bar, if you will. And uh, it hasn't been called, but two or three times in a row she's used that technique. I'm wondering if uh, the Dowling coaching staff, led by Kristen Meyer and Joel Danner, we're kind of biting the ear off there, Randy Wiggins. We'll see how that works. Yeah, two free throws, both both good for Tobias. Yes, it was. 42-36, our score. Corner three is no good by Charleston. Weak side rebound, ball goes out of bounds. It'll be dialing basketball. Boy, that Daly is a she's all tough over. rebounder on the offensive glass. She slid right into the pom-poms by the Southeast Boy, cheerleader. That's great hustle by her. all over. Yep. She's Southeast Polk's version of our uh, Emma Gipple, yep. and she's really played well tonight. Keep in mind her older brother, the quarterback for this uh, fine football they team. They had a good year, didn't they? Yes, they did. 42-36, Southeast Polk dallying with the basketball. Lead is six, and the Maroons are closing in after trailing by 16 at one point. That was about three minutes ago. Maroons with the basketball, Tobias with it, works in the corner to Wishman, to Bowles. McVeigh cutting through the lane on the pass from Bowles, a layup by McVeigh, good. And that's Ella's first basket. Outstanding offense, Mark. Lead for the Rams. Corner three by Solset, the freshman, it's no good. Rebound Woodyard. She backs in against. And then threw it away to her coach out of bounds. Backs in against Bowles and threw it away. <laughs> didn't, didn't think she was going to be able to shoot over Lexi, so she fired the ball to a teammate. <laughs> it happened to be her coach. <laughs> and coach Daly's not dressed for playing. No, she doesn't have the uniform on. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Mark, uh, don't look now. The Maroons are down four, and they have the ball. 3-10 remaining, third quarter. This could be an exciting one. And now Steele, after uh, Wishman had the ball, Steele, and now the other way we go, Charleston for three, no good. Fight for the rebound. McVeigh hits the deck. Good hustle. And so does Solseth. And McVeigh might be shaken up. Yes, yeah, Solseth kind of landed on McVeigh's shoulder, I, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's her shoulder. Gosh darn it. And she comes up gipping Julia Moore coming in the lineup. She's tough. Replacing Ella Bushman. McVeigh is tough. She stayed right in the game. And uh, Yeah, it might be her shoulder. Remember, she's got that cast on her left thumb. Yeah. Non-shooting hand. So Didn't seem to affect that. No. I think you're right. When they got up, it was trying to shake it off. McVeigh stays in. Four-point lead. Dowling with the ball. Bowles dribbles through the left block. Leaves it for more for three. It's no good. Rebound Charleston. Dowling double teams her. Get back, girls. Get Outlet back. pass for Larkins. As coach over here calling out instruction from <laughs> high above well, that was better. the balcony. And now a three-pointer by Daly's no good. She's kind of cooled off. Weak side rebound, Solsa. Saved in the hands of Dowling. Here's Julia Moore with it to McVeigh. Outlet pass goes to Tobias. Maroons work the right side of the floor. Southeast Polk, as you say, Mark, they, they certainly have cooled off collectively. Yeah. All the kids have cooled off from the perimeter. 2.05 remaining here in the third quarter on the game clock. Rams by four. Dowling has gotten no closer. Here's McVeigh with it. Dowling's done a great job of executing their offense here. And Southeast Polk in a... Oh, no. Three seconds. Three seconds. Call. That's a quick call. Yeah, Gosh darn it. I think we saw the ball move around, but somebody didn't get completely out yeah. of lane. Uh, Lexi Bowles was trying to post up in there. Her and Frerichs have been doing that, yep. and uh, one of them got caught. So, 
42-38. Rams have the basketball after the Dowling turnover. Minute 45 remaining. Now here's a pass. Stolen away by Julia Moore. Dowling's got numbers. Moore and Frerichs. Julia down court. Layup is blocked out of bounds by Cruzy. Nonetheless, good defense by Julia. The passing angle for the Southeast Polk was not very good. And uh, she stepped in and got the, the deflection. The old wraparound pass from the top of the key. That's what, not a good angle. Yeah, one, one dribble to the toward the baseline would have given her a better angle. Allen inbounds the ball. They get it into Tobias. Top of the key to Frerichs. Frerichs looks a little high, low with bowls. Can't get the pass off. And now a reaching foul called on Daly. And on, uh, Larkins. That might be her third. Larkin, that'll be her third. Yep. And it'll be out of bounds to Dowling. Frerichs will throw it in. It's Frerichs, Julia Moore, along with Matt, uh, Matty, Margaret Tobias, excuse me, with Lexi Bowles. Lauren Frerichs, Lauren I think Frerichs is the fifth. Yeah. in the post. Dowling with the ball. With it is Tobias. Top of the key goes to Ella McVeigh. Minute 15 remaining in the third quarter. Southeast poked by four. Frerichs in the lane, and she loses the ball out of bounds. Uh-oh, and uh-oh. Uh, she may ankle? have aggravated oh, that no. ankle that she's been out for seven weeks on. Gosh, still on the it. floor. Yeah. And her right ankle has uh, got that brace yeah. on it, and this is not a good sign. And, and now it's the left ankle, it appears. Gosh darn it. Minute 12 remaining in the third quarter, and yeah. Frerichs is being assisted off the floor by her teammates. It's, it's not the one that she... That she rehabbed? No, it looks like it's the left instead. Oh. Gosh darn it. 42-38. Let's hope four, she's okay. Four-point lead for Southeast Polk. It'll be Dowling basketball because when Lauren went down, yeah, they it, it, was, it was fortunate because she probably was going to get called for a travel, and they tried to steal it at the same time. So the Maroons. They ruled it. Uh, the ball poked away yep. by the Rams. So McVeigh will throw it in. And Wishman back in underneath the Moore. Her shot off the glass. Good. A great pass by Ellen McVeigh. The basket's good and a foul on Southeast Polk. They might be getting Woodward for the – Williams, Williams, Williams yeah, her second. So Williams with her second foul. Team foul, number three on Southeast Polk. Free throw is up and goes through. Gets the Steve Devinney roll. Hey, well-executed inbounds play, wasn't it, Mark? Yes, it was. And, uh, and well, des- with well, well designed and executed. Julia Moore with her third point, and it cuts the lead to one. 42-41. Southeast Polk by one. Dowling's rallied back from a 16-point deficit earlier in this quarter. How about that? Minute five remaining, and now Dowling with the reach-in foul. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Looks like Julia Moore was... Uh, yeah, they double-teamed the ball. Grabbed her, yep. And Randy Wiggins got her. That's the correct call. Moore with her first foul. I believe that's her second, maybe. First the, foul. Okay, team the, second. That was the one we thought that they whistled on Moore, and they changed it. That's right, the first thank you. Half. Thank so you. Moore's first. Now yep. whistling a foul on Dowling. They called that foul on Polk in the first half for the hook. So McVeigh... Got the foul. Yeah, it helps to have the uh, scoreboard yeah. with points and fouls to yeah. figure out what we've missed. <laughs> At Dowling, they stopped doing that this year, so they Social have fewer distancing. people on the bench. Yeah. But here at Southeast Polk, you can see they got uh, the cameras on one end, the timers in the middle, and they got like oh, seating for 10, but there's only six people down there. And goodness the foul sakes. Foul on, on Ella. That's her second. Team foul number four on Dowling. Three on Southeast Polk. 51 <clears throat> seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Rams will inbound underneath their own basket. Here's Daly with it, guarded by McVeigh. Daly on the pass, bounced around, picked up by Cadence Williams. Now to Larkins in the lane and zigzags through. Shot no good, rebound. Bowles and a foul on Southeast Polk, and that'll be on Brooklyn Daly. 
Yep, nice rebound there by uh, Bowles. And when she has the ball up ele elevated like that, it's going to be difficult to take it from her. So Daly's first foul, team foul number four in Southeast Polk. Both teams with four team fouls. We may see bonus time in the fourth quarter, unlike the first half. <laughs> yeah. 41 seconds remaining, and Steve Devenny dowling a chance to take the lead for the first time tonight. When the score was 17-2, I would not have believed it. Moons have rallied back. In the corner it goes to Julia Moore, who's in there. Top of the circle to Wishman. Now here's Tobias dribbling down, cut off, back to Moore. So that's the three guards for Dowling. As a matter of fact, uh, now Gipple's back in along with uh, Bowles. Gipple on the baseline and lose the ball out of bounds. Good hustle defense that time. Riley Cruzy. you know what she did? She cut off the, the baseline instead of cutting off the basket. Yep. And uh, yep. Emma just hit, Gipple had, lost she the had, ball. She had no place to go at that yep. point. Good defense by the, the Rams. Give them credit. And uh, Maroons will be back with some full-court pressure again. Rams now if they can break it. They've been known to score. Woodward now across the timeline to Daly. Top of the key to Larkins. Grace now with four seconds remaining. Leaves it on the baseline, and this is Cruzy in the lane. Her shot's no good, and we've come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Southeast Polk 42, Dowling Catholic 41, along with Steve Devinney. And our studio producer, Jeff Piggott. I'm Mark Amadeo, back with the fourth quarter of this top ten matchup here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction Professionals. Design. Build. Renovate. CPCustomHomes.com. From our family to yours. God bless. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym tonight, or rather the Southeast Polk Gym last night at the Dowling Gym. I'll figure it all out. And Dowling outscoring Southeast Polk 17 to 4. Steve DeBetty in that third quarter to cut the Ram lead to one, and Dowling will have the ball to start the fourth quarter. Yeah, that, that's been an amazing run, Mark. It really has been, and uh, now it's anybody's ball game. Well, it sure is. Dowling with the ball to Bowles, left block. She's double team, gets around, and now oh. she draws the offensive charge, and that was Daly drawing the charge. Lexi kind of did a pirouette, and when she turned, she must have caught Bailey, and a foul on Lexi Bowles. Bowles is second. Team foul number five on Dowling. So Southeast Polk in the front court. Underway here in the fourth quarter. Rams ranked fourth. Dowling ranked ninth in Class 5A. This is the rematch. Southeast Polk won the first game at Dowling, 65-61. 
Back in December, a little high-low underneath the Bailey. Layup is good, and a nice feed that time by Eva Solseth. She was able to get uh, Ella McVeigh on her uh, hip there. Daly was for the the high-low. Daly's first basket here in the second half, and she's got 17, 44-41, Southeast Polk. Dowling now not getting back, and now McVeigh clogs up the ball, nearly got a steal, leaves it for Larkins, and they're going to get Southeast Polk for three seconds. That's probably our fourth or fifth three-second call between the two teams tonight. Yeah, Coach Daly is uh, begging her kids to keep that intensity, but uh, it's been a shift. You know, what got the Maroons back in this was they finally started getting back on defense. They had more defensive intensity even in a half-court set as well. And then Southeast Polk kind of took the foot off the gas and cooled off a little bit from the perimeter. All right, here is Gipple underneath. She posts up. Her shot up and good. Right around Riley Cruzy. Emma Gipple with her eighth point. 44-43. Southeast Polk by one. 6.35 remaining. Fourth quarter from the Southeast Polk gym. Mark Amadale, Steve Devinney here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Push Grace off Larkin. again by Larkins. Yeah. Larkins to Daly. Underneath, she just throws a shot up. It's no good. Kind of a wild shot. Rebound Dowling and Bowles. Woodward couldn't get it, and Bowles had her blocked out. Dowling now in transition. And nearly lost it and finally throw it away. Solsif with the steal. Now stolen back by McVeigh into the hands of Bowles. Back to back. <laughs> hey, there, a lot of effort out here, Steve. Quite We're a flurry. Quite a flurry. Maroons <laughs> get it back. Down one. Dowling Six minutes to go. Trails by one, but haven't taken the lead yet. They've nope. had this, probably this is the fourth time they had a chance. Bowles fakes the three, dribbles in the lane, shot off the glass good, and mark it down. 5.50 remaining in the fourth quarter, and Dowling with its first lead of the contest. Bowles with 19 points. 45-44, that didn't last long. Larkins underneath shoots and scores, her 14th point. A pirouette. Uh, <laughs> Reverse dribble, another reverse dribble. Backdoor cut there for uh, McVeigh. Great pass by Tobias. And they take the lead back again by one, Maroons. And McVeigh with her fourth point, and now back again. The other way we go. A shot up and good by Brooke Woodyard. What a game. What a game here, Mark. (laughs) 11 points for Woodyard. 48 47. Polk, long three, no good by Dowling. Ball slapped out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball as Gipple was battling Solsif. (laughs) <laughs> and the I think junior outlasted the freshman. She did more than battle. She ran into somebody and knocked her over, and the Maroons uh, retained possession. I think that's what Coach Daly's trying to point yeah. out to yeah, she's not happy. our young official there. And we've got a timeout on the floor. We'll take one ourselves with 5-10 remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's Southeast Polk 48, Dowling 47, the battle of top 10 teams here in girls class 5A basketball. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. 
Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym. Mark Emmadil and Steve Devinney dialing with the basketball. The Maroons get the ball inside to McVeigh on a quick pass that time by Wishman. McVeigh couldn't handle it. Now the Rams steal it away. Five minutes remaining in Southeast Polk by one, 48-47. Dowling with three timeouts remaining. Southeast Polk with two timeouts remaining. Team fouls, Dowling with five, Southeast Polk with four. We got the matchup of uh, the night. And now a long three, up and good. And that is the freshman, Evan Solseth, with a three, her first three of the night and first points of the night. Good help defense by the Maroons, but they found the open uh, shooter, and she knocked it in. 51-47, Southeast Polk, Dowling with the ball. Trying to set up a little high-low with Bowles and Gipple, and they get it inside to Bowles. She turns, shoots, and scores off the glass. Bodies hit the floor as Woodward tried to draw the charge, but Bowles gets her 21st point. A little flop there by the Southeast Polk uh, Rams. <laughs> the flop, that's right. Now the other way Larkins, we go. Larkins was fouled, I'm not sure by who. Looks like maybe Bowles. Bowles yeah. picks up the foul. That's her uh, That's her third. That's team's sixth. So Bowles and Gipple with three fouls each for Larkin, Dowling. Larkin will have, Larkins will have two. And free throws coming for the Rams. And the first one rolls through by Grace Larkins. She has 15 points tonight. Yeah, the Rams have, you know, to their credit, have made almost every free throw. They missed one, I think. Second one up and good. Yeah, they were three of four going into the fourth quarter, so they are now five of six. 16 points for Larkins. 53-49, Rams by four after Dowling had a one-point lead. Here's McVay with it. Southeast Polk looks like they went back to man-to-man. They're really collapsing hard this time on uh, Bowles. Here's Gipple with it. Gets it over in the corner to Tobias. She dribbles baseline, leaves it for Wishman for three. Good! Maddie Wishman for three on the left corner, and that is just her second field goal of the night and her first three. And it's 53-52 Southeast Polk by one. Created by a great dribble drive from uh, Tobias. Yes, it was. She dribbled down baseline, got cut off. Now Southeast Polk with the ball. Solseth, as they do their dribble weave, hands it off to Daly, to Solseth. Dribbles in the lane and draws the foul, and they might call... Bowles for her fourth here, Steve. We'll she see got what... there a little late, Mark. Yep. She did. Bowles with her fourth foul. Team foul number seven on Dowling and two free throws coming for. That hurts. That's four fouls. Southeast Pope. That hurts. First free throw up and good. Solsif with her fourth point of the night. And now free throws. One more free throw for Eva Solsif, the 5'9 freshman. As Bowles will sit on the bench for Dowling with four fouls. Second free throw is good. And the Rams Sol- have been practicing their free throws, haven't they? Well, Sosa's a 40% free throw shooter. She made them both. Corner three by McVeigh, no good. Wide open, look. And Gipple with the rebound, and she draws the foul. Might get Larkins with this. We'll see. Nope. This will be on Sosa. 34. I'm here third, I believe. Team fifth. 314 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling trailing by three. 
McVeigh inbounds the ball, gets it to Wishman. Back to McVeigh, Julia Moore in there. Now coming off a ball screen is Wishman in the corner to Moore, right wing, three-point line extended. Dowling basically with four guards and then a, and Gipple, who's basically a guard yeah. forward. Yeah, they gave Lexi Bowl a little blow here. Frerich's out After with, her the fourth foul. with the foot injury. And now McVeigh cuts to the baseline and the bounce pass to her, and her shot is good. Excellent dribble penetration by Julia Moore to create that opportunity. When the help defense came, uh, Ella just went back door on her and got a nice McVay layup. with six points, and Southeast Polk's lead is one. 2.30 remaining in the fourth quarter, 55-54, Southeast Polk. With now, a one-point lead, and they have two timeouts left. Dowling with three here, Steve. Maroons uh, don't want to foul because it'll be a, uh, a bonus. Now here's Daly in the lane. Her shot's no good. Put back up and in, and lots of contact there. And a timeout called by, let's see, who's they going to give it to, Dowling uh, or Southeast Polk? I'm not sure, to be honest. Full timeout, Maroons. We'll take a break. 2.13 remaining. Fourth quarter, Southeast Polk 57. Dowling 54 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online ashworthvision.com. Howdy folks, this is Jimmy Aiken from Catholic Answers Live, and it's very important that you support your local radio station because it's only your local Catholic radio station that makes it possible for you to hear wonderful programming like Catholic Answers Live and all of the other great EWTN shows. So please help them out right now and be generous. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. here at the Southeast Polk Gym. We have a finish set up with two minutes remaining. Dowling trailing by three, 57-54. Last basket by Brooklyn Daly with 19 points. Another backdoor cut. And a pass that uh, scores the bucket and a foul on Southeast Polk. Count the basket by McVeigh. She'll shoot a free throw with a chance to tie. That's her eighth point. The foul was on Solseth. That's her fourth. Right. That'll be the 16th foul on Southeast Polk. And Dowling a chance to tie. Good night, With McVeigh looking for her ninth point. Free throw no good. Rebound daily. Rebound uh, Larkin, excuse me. So Dowling misses the free throw that would have tied it. The other way we go. Southeast Polk with the ball. Larkin's in the front court. Oh, another push off. In the lane, now leaves it for her teammate, layup good. Brooke Woodyard got this basket, Larkins gets the assist. Yeah. 13 points for Brooke Woodyard. Down three again for the Maroons. 59-56, Dowling with the shot, it's blocked out of bounds. Yeah, here as comes to, uh, As Tobias came in, and now they're going to put Lexi Bowles back in here with com- four fouls here, Steve. Here comes Lexi Bowles. The, the ball was blocked. Oh, no! The other official came in and said the ball was not blocked, that the shot just went off the back of the backboard. Coach Meyer's going crazy over here. Yeah, a little controversy there. A minute 30 remaining, 59-56, Dowling inbound the ball. 
And they say it was tipped out of bounds by Dowling or off the backboard. Off the, the backboard. What was so. not a block shot. So full court pressure by Dowling. Got to turn around and play defense. They inbound the ball to Woodyard. She's guarded by Bowles in the backcourt. Leaves it for Larkin. She'll dribble across the lane. It feeds Woodward. Layup good. Oh, beautiful play by Southeast Polk. They beat Dowling in transition. 15 off, for Woodyard. Off the assist by uh, from Larkin. Yeah. Maroons are down five, minute 10 to go. All right, it's Gipple, Wishman, Tobias, and McVeigh, and Bowles. The five and the four, the five starters for Dowling. One minute remaining in the fourth quarter. Dowling trailing by five. Here's McVeigh with it, nearly lost it. Guarded by Solsa to Gipple. Dowling's got to hurry. Gipple in the lane, double team, turns, shoots and in and out, and back in, scores, timeout Dowling. Timeout Maroons. How about that basket by Emma Gipple here, 10th yeah. point. Nice gutsy play in traffic, Mark. We'll keep it here. It'll be a 30-second timeout. Mark Amadil, Steve Devinney here at the Southeast Polk Gym, CIML Central Conference game. This is game one. Can't wait for the boys game. Yeah. Hey, we want to thank Ashworth Vision Clinic, Mercy One, and Kemen for supporting our broadcast. Some of our sponsors all season long here in Iowa Catholic Radio. All right, Coach Devinney, the Hall of Famer at Grandview, put on your thinking cap. Dowling down three. Basket by Gipple, good. Rams will throw it in. They can run the baseline, and Dallin's coming out with full-court pressure. Yeah, I suppose maybe you let the ball try to get a steal. If they get it up to half court, you got 10-second call that's in your favor. But uh, if neither of those happen, a steal or a 10-second in the backcourt, you're probably going to have to foul relatively soon. And so far tonight, I think the Rams are 9 for 11 from the charity stripe. So, uh Pick your poison. Let's hope for a steal here. Yeah, they're uh, four for four here in the second half, or fourth quarter, rather. Full court pressure by Dowling. They get into Woodyard. She gets it back to Larkins. Ooh, dribble in the front court. 38 seconds remaining. Larkins guarded by Moore. And it's a matter of Gonna Dowling to trying to get a five-second count, and they got a foul on Moore. So Julia Moore picks up her second foul. <clears throat> 18 foul on Dowling, so shooting one and one will be Grace Larkins. On the night, four for four is Larkins. Offensive, defensive substitution. Julian Moore's back out, and uh, Lexi Bowles is in. Bowles Larkins. playing with four fouls and 15 points, or rather, one plus a bonus, points. and she missed it. Second or free throw, no good. Hey, 30, Larkins. 30 seconds, down three. Bowles with the rebound, Dowling with the ball. Got to go, Tobias. Got to go. To Gipple. 20 seconds remaining. Dowling down three. McVeigh. Maroons just needed two. And now a long three by Wishman is no good. Rebound Gipple. 12 seconds remaining. And a whistle and a reaching foul call oh on Larkins. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be a, a one and one bonus for That'll uh, be her fourth if that's the for case. Gipple. Probably not a great foul by Larkins, but she was trying to get a steal. Yep, that's her fourth foul. And Gipple to the free throw line for a one and one. You're right, Boy, Steve. these are big. Emma Gipple with 10 points at four at halftime, six here in the second half. These are big. Come on, Emma. First free throw is no good. Rebound, Southeast Polk and Woodard, and she's fouled right away with nine seconds. That's uh, Tobias with the foul. Her Margaret second. with her second foul. Team eight. And looks like number 42, Woodard, will uh, have the, the bonus. That's the ninth team foul, so she still only has one plus the bonus. So Southeast Polk takes all their players off the free throw line, leaving um, Woodyard to shoot. Maroons have one, one timeout. 
First free throw good. Woodward with 16 points. 62-58, Southeast Polk by four over Dowling. Nine seconds left. Second free throw is in and out, no good. Rebound Bowles. Got to go, got to go, got to go. Here's McVay with six seconds. Dribbles in the lane, leaves it for Bowles for three. Ball is partially blocked. Rebounded by Solsif and a foul on Dowling. Ella McVay with the foul. So Ella will pick up her third foul. And that's the team uh, tenth. It'll be a double bonus. 1.1 second to go. Four-point deficit. This what a uh, game. Yeah. Heck of a comeback by the Maroons. My goodness. Bowles' basket with 5.50 left in the fourth gave Dowling its first one-point lead. Incredible. And then it was the, both teams traded baskets after that, and now the Rams are now going to put it away. First free throw, no good. By Williams, I believe. Solsa. Oh, Solsa, yep. rather. And the second one is good, and that'll do it. Solsef with six points, and the Rams will win it, 63-58 over Dowling. What a game between two top ten Class 5A girls club, girls teams we might see in the postseason, maybe downtown at Wells Fargo Arena, but the Rams come out on top. They win both matches, both games this year, 63-58 tonight, and 65-61 over Dowling in December, Mr. Devaney. Yeah, similar scores, and... uh... Give the Maroon girls a lot of credit for the gutsy comeback and the great effort. Would have been easy to quit. They just didn't look like they had great energy early on in the game. Somehow they found it, and, uh, man, what a great comeback. Too bad they couldn't close it out, but uh, give the girls credit. Well, the bad part about tonight, Lauren Frerichs was hurt. She was in there when Dowling made their comeback, and we think injured her other ankle, who just came back off of seven weeks with the one ankle being out. And now injured the other, and she did not return to the lineup. And uh, that uh, that did not help things for Dowling, Steve. No, it's too bad. Uh, I saw her getting some treatment from the trainer, and now she's on a crutch, headed to the locker room with her uh, with her teammates. That's just a shame. Let's hope that it's not uh, as serious as the one that she had with her right angle uh, before Christmas. Tough to see. Yes, it is. All right, we'll move to our post-game show following tonight's game. Once again, the final, Southeast Polk 63, Dowling 58. Southeast Polk's uh, record now improves to 10-2 and two on the year. They're ranked fourth in Class 5A. Dowling girls' uh, record falls to 8-4, and four, and Maroons are ranked ninth in Class 5A. We'll take a break and return with the post-game show along with Steve Devaney, Mark Amadil. We are at Southeast Polk High School. We'll have the boys' game. Following our post-game show of the girls here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym. Glad you could join us tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Final score, Southeast Polk 63, Dowling Catholic 58, alongside Steve Devenny, Mark Hamadale. As uh, we get, we move into the post-game show here on Iowa Catholic Radio as we're totaling up the scores. And tell you what, Steve, what a game. Dowling got down 17-2 to start with, and the Maroons gradually called, crawled back in it as uh, the Rams led 23-8 at the end of the first quarter. Both teams play to a 15-15 tie in the second quarter. So the Rams lead by 14 at halftime, 38-24. Dowling answers out of that uh, halftime break, outscoring Southeast Polk 17-4 in the third quarter. And the Rams uh, outscore Dowling in the fourth quarter. They rebound and score, outscore Dowling 21-17 to to win at 63-58. Let's take a look at the scoring in the contest. First of all, for Dowling Catholic, Maroons with Two players in double figures led by Lexi Bowles with 21 points, 10 points for Emma Gipple, 8 points each for Ella McVeigh and for Margaret Tobias, 5 points for Maddie Wishman, and then uh, Julia Moore off the bench with uh, 3 points, and Lauren Frerichs before she injured her other ankle uh, with 3 points in the contest. And Dowling unofficially, I have them 3 out of 5 at the free throw line, Steve. That's that right. I, I, I agree with that. Yep. Not very many attempts tonight, and uh, and shot just sixty percent. Yeah. And now for Southeast Polk, uh, we'll go through their scoring before we. Uh, they had three players in double figures, led by Grace Larkins or Brooklyn Daly, rather, with nineteen points. Grace Larkins with sixteen. Brooke Woodyard with 16. And then I have uh, off the bench, Eva Solseth, the freshman, with six points. Stella Charlson off the bench with six points. And uh, that rounds it out, I think. I think so. Cadence Williams played but did not score for the Rams. And I think that was it. So the Rams put three players in double figures in the contest, as they normally do, Steve. Probably wasn't the... the best night for Grace Larkins, but she was all over the place running the point. And, uh, you know, Tracy Daly's done a great job with the Southeast Polk team. You can see why they're always in the postseason and going far deep into the state tournament at times. Yeah, no, she's had a, a stellar career over here as a coach so far. And uh, this year is no different. they got a lot of talent. They always play hard. It's a gutsy group. They're physical. And the Maroons deserve a heck of a lot of credit for the comeback that they uh, – made tonight, even though they came up a little bit short. Certainly do. Rams went 9-13 of at the free throw line unofficially. Dowling went 3-5 of at the line. And Up next, well, for Southeast Polk, they're going to be a, they're going to be a little busier than Dowling. They play at Hoover on Tuesday night in a girl boy doubleheader. And then next Friday, they're home right here against number 12 Valley Girls in a boys contest doubleheader next Friday here at the Southeast Polk Gym. That's their next two opponents. For Dowling Catholic, they have the week off, and then they play Urbandale at home at the Dowling Gym next Friday. We'll have it 
on Iowa Catholic Radio, part of a Girl Boy doubleheader, simulcasting with the folks from CISN.TV. Steve Devaney, thank you for all you do. Thanks for coming out here to uh, the eastern part of the county. It's good for yeah. you people that live on the western suburbs to well, the northwest suburbs to yeah. see what's that what was a, uh, about. That was an enjoyable game. Let's hope the boys can come out with some energy and get a W tonight. All right, Steve. Thank you for all you do. <laughs> Have you a next great week. week. You bet. Steve Devaney, my broadcast partner. That'll wrap up the post-game show of the girls contest. Again, the final. Southeast Polk 63, Dowling 58. As the Rams improve their record to 10-2 and two, and Dowling falls to 8-4. and four. And we'll take a break. Come back. Preview the boys contest. Dowling and Southeast Polk. Second time these two teams meet. Mike Swaim is here, and we'll talk with Mike here on the pregame show of the boys contest. Mark Amadale from Southeast Polk High School back after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every Every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at Southeast Polk High School alongside Mike Swain, Mark Amadeo, as we get set for the boys' contest here in Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling and Southeast Polk for the second time this season and uh, Swimmer, welcome back. Long time no see as we go back to back of games. You don't have that very often. Didn't we just do this? We did. <laughs> so if we were at a different gym last night. That's right. Just got to keep track of where we need to be and why we need to get there and all that stuff. And tonight, Dowling and Southeast Polk for the second time. These two teams met, as we mentioned in the girls' game, uh, quite a bit. Uh, they're in the same conference, and it was Southeast Polk. Uh, a winner last time over Dowling Catholic. So you have a little bit of film to work with, as O.C. pointed out to us. Both teams without uh, uh, a starter in this contest as uh, Dowling, uh, Southeast Polk coming from behind, defeating Dowling 72-69 back on December 18th at Dowling. Well, for the Rams, they're down a player as Tate Goodman, the starting guard, is out with an ACL injury, will not play. And for Dowling, their leading scorer, Matt Riedel, out and out with COVID protocol. He'll be out this week, and hopefully he may be back next Friday. Depends on how he tests out uh, later in the week. So both teams down a player, and the Rams doing having a great season under uh, head coach Allen Jenkins. They're off to a uh, great start. They're eight and two right now, ranked ninth. They got a pretty favorable substate, as you see. They the only see Central Iowa team sent west with the Council Bluffs. And Sioux City Schools, we'll talk more about substates. So uh, Coach Jenkins got to be pretty happy about that. Yeah, no question about it. And I, I was going back over the game, Mark, when Dowling lost to Southeast Polk at Dowling Gym. Mm-hmm. So they took a seven-point lead going into that fourth quarter. And, and then you, you look at some of the scoring for Southeast Polk. So 
James Glenn, 33 that night. Yes, he did. Just absolutely <laughs> torched Dowling. And how about this? 13 for 15 from the free throw line was Glenn. So he got to the foul line often and made him count. And then his, his running partner, Chase Bartlett, 24 points, 6 for 6 from the line. And here's the stat that I think that really sums up that game, Mark. Southeast Polk only turned the ball over eight times. Dowling with 19 turnovers in that game. So Dowling really had the game in control going into that fourth quarter. And then Southeast Polk's pressure stepped up, turnovers, and then Polk getting to the free throw line. And that ended up in that loss. So Did, did you notice the rebounds? Yeah. I, I did notice the rebounds. Yeah, they they all rebound. I mean, it was a it, it was a sizable amount. And then you you look at this, and this this is what worries me, Mark, about this game. Matt Riedel was the leading scorer in that game with seventeen. That's right. Gretke also had seventeen. <laughs> but uh, again, a tough task right now with with Riedel out. And we saw how they yeah. struggled to score the other night, Mark, uh, against uh, um, Ankeny. Last Ankeny, night. that's yeah. right. And uh, so it, again, I. I one of the things I think is going to have to happen tonight, Mark, they've got to do a much better job on the boards. They have got to attack that offensive glass and and, and get some easy second-chance points, not having to, you know, when a team is struggling in the, in the half-court offense, two things you can do. You can attack the boards and get easy putbacks, or you can get out in transition and get easy baskets, and I think Dowling has to do a combination of both of those. Yes, they do, and that will be a big key tonight, especially without uh, uh, Riedel and the Maroons. You know, they get off to a decent start in the first half, but that second half they have their lulls. And not because they're playing the Waukees and that. We saw that last night against Ankeny. Credit to uh, Coach Carlson at Ankeny and his team because he's starting to put things together after losing his starting lineup after last year's state title. He's starting to put it together, and the Maroons are starting to – they've got to find an identity in that second half. And as as O.C. said at, at halftime, he says, you know, it's, it's we got to make instead of miss because when we miss, they make, and that's just been our – bugaboo in the second half well and you know each part of the game helps the other part so if you're playing really good defense that can turn things around into good offense same thing when you're playing really good offense and you're making shots now you're putting pressure on that other team to score and your defense can settle in and so it's like a snowball effect and right now dowling has it going in the opposite way and that's what's got to change tonight it certainly does well southeast polk and dowling we'll take a break here on the pregame show we'll come back with starting lineups and the tip-off Alongside Mike Swain, Mark Amadil, Southeast Polk High School, second game of our girl-boy doubleheader. Earlier tonight, fourth-ranked Southeast Polk defeated number 9 Dowling Catholic in the girls' contest, 63-58. Back with the starting lineups, the boys' game, coming up here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction Professionals. Design. Build. Renovate. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. 
Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And welcome back to the Southeast Polk Gym alongside Mike Swain, Mark Amadillo, as we get set for the boys' contest, the rematch between Dowling and Southeast Polk as both teams headed to their respective benches. And let's take a look at the Dowling Catholic Maroons. Again, they were without their leading scorer tonight. It, it will be. Hopefully tonight will be the last night if he, everything goes well with the coded pro- protocol for Matt Riedel. And the Maroons will start uh, this lineup against the Rams as Dowling comes in with a record of 5-6. and six. Head coach is Michael Connor, 15th year, 222 wins, 130 losses, assisted by Nick Wagner and Jimmy Nahas. Pat Hinkinius, the sophomore coach, and Kevin O'Hare, the boys' freshman coach at Dowling. And the Maroons will start this lineup at uh, one guard, Mikey Chase, 6'2", senior. And he'll wear number 11. The other guard is Sam Hughes, a 6'1", senior, wearing number 13. Jack Gretke at one forward, a 6'10", senior, wearing number 15. And then Ryan Riggs, the man in the middle, wearing number 21, a 6'8", senior. And finally, Simon Daniel, 6'2", senior. He'll wear number 23. So it'll be Mikey Chase, Sam Hughes, Sam, Simon Daniel, the three guards, with Jack Redicke and Ryan Riggs. The Maroons come in averaging 54.7 points on offense, and they give up 56.4 points on defense. And now for Southeast Polk, the head coach is Alan Jenkins. He's done a great job turning this program around. First winning season since uh, B.J. Windhorst left 10 years ago. He had it last year. They're off to a... 8-2 start. They're ranked number 9. And right now they'd be the 1 or 2 seed in their sub-state if things uh, go their way. They may be. And they'll start at one guard for the Rams. Uh, James Glenn, a 6-2 senior. He'll wear number 1. The other guard is Riley Edwards, a 6-3 sophomore. He'll wear number 3. Boone Bing gets a start. He had no points against Dowling in the first meeting. Bing, a 6-3 senior off that football team. He'll wear number 10. And the other forward is Chase Bartlett. He had double figures against Dowling in the first meeting, a 6'3 senior. He'll wear number 20. And at center for Southeast Polk, Malachi Williams, a 6'5 senior, and he'll wear number 23. So it'll be James Glenn, Boone Bain, Riley Edwards, Chase Bartlett, and Malachi Williams for head coach Alan Jenkins, who's assisted by Brandon Kraus, Sam Edwards, and Ryan Henderson, and Curtis Bell. Rams come in, averaging 58.6 on offense, give up 52.9 points on defense. And a record of 8-2. and two. Mike Squame, that's a tail of the tape. What's your keys to the contest? Well, I think Dowling's got to see some early success, Mark. I, that will help spur them on. They're coming off of a tough loss last night. And I, I think yeah. just having some early success on the offensive end will help. And if you're Southeast Polk, get it to your two running mates. Chase Bartlett, James Glenn, let them do what they do. Tonight's officials, Randy Wiggins. Young lady, Carrie Butnick, who just tossed the ball in the air, and Jeff Gunker, our three-person officiating crew. Dowling with the ball in their road gray uniforms, maroon numbers. A little bit of a white trim there. Dowling with the ball going left to right in front of us. We're behind the, and up in the balcony behind the uh, benches. A long three by Riggs, no good. Missed everything. Rebound Southeast Polk. So not a good way to start for Dowling with an air ball. And it's run away. And now... In the lane is Glenn. Leaves it for Edwards. Dribble drives the lane. Shot no good. Rebound Gretke and Dowling. That was too easy. Dowling fortunate that he just missed that wide open layup. See how the Runes react after coming off a loss last night. 
Dowling for the first time this year below 500. Riggs in the lane, goes against Malachi Williams and shoots and scores. Well, that's exactly what Dowling has to do. Go into Riggs, who has a height advantage over Malachi Williams, and an easy bucket. And that was all set up because the Dowling wings were where they're supposed to be beyond the three-point arc. That opened up the lane. And now a shot blocked by Gretke, but right in the hands of Chase Bartlett. Now here's Glenn. Stops the left elbow, kicks it over in the right wing, dribble drives the lane, cut off again. Here's Williams. He's cut off nicely by Simon Daniel, kicks it out to Edwards for three. Good. Riley Edwards with his first three, and it's 13th three of the year, and it's 3-2 to two Southeast Polk. Wow. Dowling's got to try and stop the penetration. Anytime that happens, the defense starts to overplay. They start to shift, and then you get those wide-open looks. In the lane, and that's Riggs again from the left block. His shot might have been partially blocked by Malachi Williams rebound Southeast Polk. Rams have it. Boone Bain launched the three. It's up and good. Right over Gretke. Oh, my. This is a team that shoots about 34% on the year from three, but not showing it tonight, Mark. Two for two so far. Boone Bain is their third leading scorer, but he's their leading three-point maker with 20 now and leading uh, field goal shooter. Here's Gretke for three, and it's good from the right baseline. That's a big answer. Oh, my. Now, last night, Gretke missed his first three, hit the second, and, and that was it. And we never and, heard from him again. Was, yeah, well, scoring-wise. That's never. right. Absolutely. Glenn with it for, for Southeast Polk. They go right to left in front of us, right in front of the Dowling bench they work, and now in the lane and posting up and shooting and scoring is Boone Bain again, little mid-range jumper. Well, he's off to a great start for someone who doesn't even start, Mark. He's... <laughs> he didn't start the last time. He came off the bench, but Tate Goodman out with an ACL injury for the year. And uh, Coach Jenkins has went to an eight-player rotation. We mentioned the starters, but Cormaya Carmu will come in off the bench along with Dominic Caggiano, the outstanding linebacker on their football team. And now a shot up and good by Dowling, and that uh, was a nice move that time by Jack Redicke. Yeah, just late, though, getting back in transition. Southeast Polk with the wide-open three, but fortunate for Dowling, he misses everything. <laughs> As the rebound out to Dowling, out of bounds. Southeast Polk 8, Dowling 7 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. A good pace already again. Mark, these teams just sort of, they mirror each other a little bit. They do. Runs with the basketball, Sam Hughes, Mikey Chase, Jack Gretke, Ryan Riggs, and Simon Daniel. Now skip pass over to Daniel for three right in front of the Southeast Polk bench. Good! Simon Daniel for three. That's his seventh of the year. If they can get Simon Daniel to start hitting consistently from three, that would really help this offense. Here's the problem. It kind of goes away in that third quarter. And I know because your voice goes up an octave or two every time it does. <laughs> Here's a loose ball stolen away, and then Malachi Williams gets it back. He'll launch a bass or shot yeah, in the lane. Not a good shot there. No, no good rebound Gretke. And Jack's already winded. <laughs> He's struggling to get across half, half court, and I think OC sees that. And Williams, or rather, uh, Williams will make a substitution here. With Jalen Moses. Now corner three by Gretke is no good. Rebound Riggs. And we've got a loose ball foul called on Malachi Williams, I believe. So says Randy Wiggins. Uh, already an offensive rebound for Dowling, which is something we didn't see last night against Ankeny. So, and you're, you're right, Mark. Gretke is going to take a seat. He is a little winded as Simon, Simon Moses comes in. So Moses in the lineup. As Hughes will lob it into Riggs, right block, guarded by Williams. And his shot with the left hand, no good. Both teams come down with the rebound, and we got a loose ball foul called. Yeah, and you're going to get Ryan Riggs. Riggs. Yeah. So Riggs picks up his first foul. 
Well, and Malachi was able to body him just enough, Mark, that it altered that shot. He was not able to get that right. that easy layup there. Dowling with the two-point lead. It's 10-8 Maroons. Here's Glenn across the timeline. Leaves it oh, for Malachi no. Williams, and Riggs picks up his second foul beyond the three-point arc, trying to deny the ball to Williams. Yeah, just not a smart foul by Riggs. He's got to know he just picked up one, and there's just no need. Malachi's not going to do anything there. I'm looking at his numbers. Malachi, no threes on the year, so he's not yeah. going to shoot out there. Tough break for the Maroons, and Riggs replaced by Andrew Lynch. Now here's Glenn in the lane. His shot no good. Rebound Simon Daniel. Well, he can just almost get his shot whenever he wants, Mark, and now a steal by Glenn. <laughs> he's so quick. Glenn in the lane, and his leaves it for his teammate Boone Bain, and reverse layup good with the left hand. Bain with nine or with seven points to start off with. We're tied at ten. Three and a half minutes remaining. Tied at ten. Lynch on the left block in the place of Riggs. Over to Jalen Moses for three. Left wing. It's no good on the baseline. Rebound. Southeast Pope. Dowling's got to be careful here. And here's Riley Edwards in transition for three. Good right in front of the Dowling bench. Uh, Dowling cannot get in a three-point shooting contest with Southeast Pope. Edwards. 14th three of the season, 13 to 10 Rams. Look at the ball pressure, yep. Mark, making them catch almost by the half-court line. They're overplaying the passing lanes, and Hughes almost got bumped out of bounds. Leaves it four. Mikey Chase is in there. Now to Williams on the left side. He's shot up and partially blocked on by Caggiano, who just checked in. The foul might be on Dominic. We'll see. It is. Caggiano picks up the foul. Excuse me, Mike. Southeast Polk is so physical, Mark. They really use their body. It's going to be interesting to see how the officials officiate tonight. And if I, I think it favors Southeast Polk if they let things go a little bit and get physical. That does not help Dowling. So the first free throw is good by Jalen Moses. And that's something Dowling hasn't done is get to the free throw line, yeah. reduce the turnovers, and maybe, you know, you got to out-rebound, at least compete in the rebound. You can't be out-rebounded by 10, I believe, like the last game by Southeast Polk. Second free throw good by Moses. So somebody's got to contribute because Riedel's out uh, for that, another week. And that's a good start by Moses, already going two for two from the, li the line there. Dowling struggled last night when well, they, they got to the line. They did. 13-12, to 12, Southeast Polk by one. Rams with it. Here is Glenn for three. Good. Or check that Riley Edwards for three. Good on the right wing. He was camped out there. That's his third three of the first quarter. The Rams open up a four-point lead. Oh, Dowling has got to do a better job of identifying shooters. Coach O'Connor imploring his team, you cannot let skip passes. You've got to get out and defend that three, especially when he's hit two already, Mark. It's just a reaction. When the ball's in the air, you've got to move your feet, and Dowling's just a step slow, and that gave Riley Edwards his third three of the night and his 15th of the year, 16-12 to 12 Rams with their largest lead of four right now. 2.20 remaining. Here in the first quarter, Mark Amadeo and Mike Swain. We're in the second level up here in the track, right above the scorer's table and benches here at Southeast Polk High School. Glad you could join us. Friday night of high school girls and boys basketball. And if you joined us late, Southeast Polk defeated Dowling 63-58 in the girls' game. That was shot up and no good. We got a loose ball foul called on Caggiano again as he was battling Lynch. Linebacker versus tight end there. Yeah, that's <laughs> offense, defense, you're right. <laughs> and the tight end won. Lynch went bound the ball. That fouls on Kyle Giano, his second. Yeah, he'll have to go to the bench. Malachi Williams <laughs> back in for him, Mark, with two fouls. I'm talking with uh, Coach Jenkins. We haven't seen uh, and now a nice 
inside move and a shot up and good by Dowling's uh, Jalen Moses, who has four points. It was a nice inbounds play. It was. Wide open look. 16-15, Southeast Polk. And here's Kamaya Carmu, one of the reserves. He finds his uh, teammate Williams on the left block. Shot off the glass. Good by yeah. Williams. Just a simple screen and roll that time. Dowling not closing in on that roll. Left Malachi Williams wide open. 18-15. Southeast Polk by three. Minute and a half remaining first quarter. They lob it into Andrew Lynch. Good weak side help that time by Cormaya Carmu. And he poked it out of bounds. Yeah, Mikey Chase has got to see that backside help. That's not a good pass. You've got to kick that around when that second defender is coming. Looks like they're changing out the game ball there. I think it went into, I don't know what the criteria is. I haven't asked. But they will switch it out. Okay. Cole Falloon and uh, Caggiano and Carmu are the three subs for Southeast Polk that Coach Jenkins has felt comfortable with, with Goodman being out. And Runes throw, throw it away as Carson Brown in the lineup, and he couldn't handle the pass. Out of bounds to Southeast Polk. Yeah, and those are the kind of turnovers that's going to drive the Dowling coaching staff crazy, Mark, <laughs> just to, trying to get the ball inbounds, and they can't do it. All of this with Glenn on the bench, who hasn't even scored tonight, Mark. 18-15, Southeast Polk. Carson Brown in there. He's guarding Chase Bartlett, their other scorer. Now here's Boone Bain, dribbles inside. It's stolen away. And they got to call a jump ball. Nice job by Hughes, who uh, bottled things up. All the possession arrow favors Southeast Polk. Yeah, good defense that time by Dallian. Nice help from Hughes. Able to get the jump ball as Glenn checks back in for Malachi Williams. Well, Glenn and Bartlett, their dynamic duel that lit up Dowling for 50-some points between the two of them have zero points. Here's a steal on the inbounds play. Loose ball picked up by Hughes. Dowling in transition to Carson Brown on the baseline. To Moses, a head fake and a shot up and good. Carson Brown with the assist and Moses with the basket, his sixth point. Mark, a turnover, and then we go back down on defense or transition, and they get an easy bucket. Just what we were talking about to help the Dowling offense. Rams by one. Here's Glenn with it, looking for his first point. He's... Pulls up, takes, pulls up his dribble in the left block. Shot no good. Left it short. Rebound Dowling. And the Maroons a chance to take the lead with 30, 35 seconds remaining in the first quarter here, Mike. That's great defense by Hughes. And now Dowling can hold for one because of that jump ball earlier. They're going to get the ball at the quarter. Carson Brown between the circles. Guarded by Carmu. Back out to Mikey Chase is in there. It's Chase, Brown, and Hughes, the three guards, with Andrew Lynch and Jalen Moses. In the paint with 15 seconds remaining. Riggs has two fouls. And Hughes almost turned it over. Gets it over in the corner to chase for three in the corner. It's no good. Missed everything. Rebound. Carson Brown, his basket is up and good. Carson Brown with his first basket and Dowling with the lead. 19 to 18. How about that? Well, Swain, just it, like you drew it up. It, yeah, you got the air ball on the three-pointer. It goes off of the side of the backboard and right in Carson Brown's hands for the bucket. That's the number one play in the Des Moines Christian <laughs> offense and Des Moines Lincoln. I'll just say that. Coming to the end of the first quarter with the score. Dowling 19, Southeast Polk 18. Back to the Southeast Polk gym in one minute for the second quarter here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, or online, ashworthvision.com. 
Hello, everyone. This is John Martinoni from Open Line Monday. I always tell people Catholic Radio does three primary things. It makes good Catholics better Catholics. It brings fallen away Catholics back to the faith. And it brings non-Catholics closer to and sometimes even into the faith. Your money towards Catholic Radio is going for a very good cause. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym. Second quarter underway, Dowling with the basketball and the lead, 19-18 over the Rams. Earlier tonight, Southeast Polk girls defeated Dowling 63-58 in a top-10 matchup. Fourth-ranked Southeast Polk and ninth-ranked Dowling. And now the Maroons with a shot on the first possession. It's up and no good. Also in there for the uh, Adam Bialzek gets the start here in the well, second quarter. Well, Ryan Riggs with two fouls, Mark, so it'll be interesting to see how long Coach O'Connor keeps him on the bench. Rams with it. Here's Glenn on the baseline yet to score. Now feeds it over to the opposite corner. A long three up and good by Chase Bartlett. That's his first three of the night. That was a good find by Glenn. And the defense had to help because he got around his man. And that left Bartlett wide open on that baseline. Bartlett had 24 in the first meeting. Glenn had 33 against Dowling. And so they've been held to just two here in the first half. As Maroons have the basketball. Bialzek, as you mentioned, in there. Dowling going to... Two other post players to replace Riggs. Corner three, no good by Carson Brown. Rebounded by Southeast Polk and Riley Edwards. Well, you wonder where the scoring is going to come from. He's got to try, probably try and find Simon Daniel inside with him slashing or Gretke will look from the three. Here's Bartlett again for three. It's in and out, no good. And then a rebound, Bialzak. Adam Bialzak, 6'7", senior. Jalen Moses, 6'9", senior in the lineup. As Riggs on the bench with two fouls. Simon. Simon Daniel. Good cut. Gets up Bialzak. Get it inside to Gretke, and he's fouled. Nice high-low from the big guys. Bialzak at 6'7", finding Gretke at 6'10", and a foul on Southeast Polk, and that'll be on Bartlett, his first. Yeah, Glenn got all ball, but it was Bartlett with a little bit of the body there because Glenn immediately turned around and said, that was clean. Free throw's coming for Gretke. Jack's first free throw, no good. He has five points in that first quarter. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Instructional Professionals, and Dental Associates. We thank them for supporting our broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports. Second free throw by Gret- by B- Gretke, rather, is good. He now has six points, one for two at the line. 21-20, Southeast Polk by one. Rams ranked number nine with an eight and two record. Dowling now, the loss last night to Ankeny falls to five and six. And now a nice backdoor cut layup good by Boone Bain. Now, that was just out of a four-high set, and Dowling did not defend that well at all. Getting caught on that backside, Bain with a nice cut. Bain with nine points. He and Riley Edwards with nine each. 23-20, Southeast Polk. Simon Daniel, along with Carson Brown. Brown with it, dribble drives in the lane, reverse layup, no good. The rebound, Malachi Williams, and here comes Southeast Polk in transition. Edwards with it. Over to Glenn. Glenn, down the right side, puts up a shot off the glass. Good. He went right around Carson Brown and scored. Yeah, that was too easy, and Coach O'Connor's got to get a timeout. Again, struggling to score right now with this lineup in, and Ryan Riggs is going to check back in, Mark. James Glenn with his first basket. So five points between the dynamic duo of James Glenn and Chase Bartlett, a pair of seniors for Southeast Polk who 
lit up Dowling last time for 57 points. And the Maroons have held him in check. And I think Coach O'Connor, with this timeout, wants to keep it that way. As the Rams lead it 25-20 with five and a half minutes left in the first half here, Mike. Yeah, you, Ryan Riggs has just got to be smart. He's got to know he's got two fouls. You can't go over the back. You can't do the silly reach-ins. You've got to go straight up when you're you're playing defensively, but he's got to get in that game. This this is where one of those turning points, Mark. Right. You don't want this game to slip out here in the first half. Down five. Feels like Dowling needs a basket here. Tonight's game also sponsored in part by Mercy One, Kemen, and our good friends, the Gleichmans at Dental Associates. Dowling with the basketball. We mentioned Ryan Riggs back in the lineup. It's Riggs, Daniel, Mikey Chase, Carson Brown, and Gretke, here's Dan- Daniel on the baseline, now dribbles in the lane. Spin move, left hand up, and a shot is good right around Malachi Williams. Well, that was a really nice move by Simon Daniel, and he is effective, Mark, when he can get inside the paint just like what he did. He has what Matt Riedel brings. They both bring the same thing. Riedel does it with a lot of uh, strength. And now a steal, and I think James Glenn is shaken up, and a shot up and no good by Dally. Tip no good by Simon Daniel. And rebounded by Malachi Williams. No call. A lot of bodies going at each other. Dowling missing an opportunity there. And now underneath, a shot blocked by Sam and Daniel. That was Edwards' shot and rebound Dowling. Oh, my oh God. What a Dowling, flurry there. Dowling had a wide open look. A free throw. And, and missed it. And Glenn was shaken up. He, he did not get back on defense. He's fine now. We'll see how that transpires. 25-22. Southeast poke by three. Four and a half minutes to go. It was uncontested layup by Dowling that was missed. Riggs in the lane. His shot up and no good. He, Caught a little bit of Malachi Williams' body, but he scored. Yeah, no call there. I thought there might have been some contact even with Riggs converting that, but good job getting that ball inside to Ryan Riggs on the drive from Simon Daniel. Riggs with four points. It's 25-24, Rams by one. Cole Falloon in there for the first time. He takes it to the basket and goes right around Gretke for the score. Falloon, a 6-2 junior with his first basket. Averaging three and a half points. And now a turnover by Dowling. And Flume with the steal and basket. He's got four points off the bench. Well, Mikey Chase tried to get that to Gretke, who was just going down to the baseline, didn't even look for the ball. And just another turnover. Falloon, that spark off the bench for uh, Coach Jenkins. And now the Maroons turn the ball over again. Williams with the steal. And now a backcourt foul on Sam and Daniel. Oh, the, ball, the ball pressure and getting out in the passing lane, Southeast Polk has really bothered Dowling in this first half, Mark. They're having to start their offense almost, the, almost at the half-court line. Yeah. And uh, back-to-back turnovers for them. Right at the logo at, at midcourt. And now I think there's a holdup here. I'm not sure why. It looks like so- something with Simon Daniel. He may have some blood. Uh, so he's having to come out, and Carson Brown is coming in, and they're going to go, going to go try and fix his uniform there. I think he's got some blood on it. Oh, that's it, and that might have been with part of that collision that happened in that yeah. scrum we had earlier. All right, Southeast Polk with the basketball, three thirty remaining in the first half. Reminder: We'll have the Dowling girls basketball coach Kristen Meyer, one of her staff, up here at halftime. Twenty-nine twenty-four, Southeast Polk. They have the basketball. With it is Glenn. Rams keep the ball on the baseline. Bartlett for three. Good. That's that same spot. Left corner for three, and that's his second of the night. He's got six. What Southeast Polk does so well is they space themselves on the floor, and then they know where everybody's at. Great passing leads to a wide-open three. Dowling with the ball. Andrew Lynch in there along with Jalen Moses. Hughes in there. Moses now for three right corner. It's no good, and a rebound 
Southeast Pope and uh, Malachi Williams. Rams with it. Here is Glenn with it. Down the lane, layup good. He went right around the defender to score. And timeout Dowling. Four points for Glenn. Well, Coach O'Connor is not happy. Mark, they cannot keep anybody in front of them right now. Southeast Polk is driving to the basket at will, and it is really putting some pressure on this Dowling defense. And Riggs will check back in. He went out. He left the game with uh, Simon Daniels. Simon hasn't returned. They're working on his – looks like they're working on his – he may have a cut on his hand, hand, Mark. Yeah, I don't know about the blood on the uniform, but they're working on his hand. The yeah. Athletic trainer here at Southeast Polk. Ram lead is now 10 after Dowling had a four-point lead. So it's been back and forth, and you can't do the miss-miss, and they go and, and Rams come back and go make-make. That's kind of what's happened. There's been some opportunities, Mark. They had a wide-open bucket. Layup. Yep, uncontested layup. They missed, then they go back-to-back turnovers, and then Southeast Polk with great ball movement for a three. And uh, that's why we have a 10-point deficit here if you're Dowling. And for Southeast Polk, they have yet to attempt a free throw tonight. Dowling is three out of four at the line thus far. And the Maroons had the basketball and nearly lose it. And they retain possession. And a reverse layup by Mikey Chase is no good. Tip by Riggs, no good. Rebound Boone Bain and Southeast Polk. Another opportunity with an empty possession. Here's the Rams the other way. A shot blocked by... Mikey Chase into the hands of Carson Brown. So Dowling the other way. Both teams coming up empty. Here's Chase. Top of the key is cut off. Picks up his dribble. Backdoor cut to Jalen Moses. Reverse layup. Good. Moses contributing. He's got eight points in the first half. That was a really nice move underneath the basket that time to avoid the block by Glenn. Check that. Nine points. That one field goal was a three for Jalen. And it's 36, uh, 34-26, Southeast Polk. And now Malachi Williams in the corner and inside the three-point line, barely, he shoots and scores too. Boy, that's a shot if you're Coach O'Connor. I think you give. You like and that. He, he buried it. So Southeast Polk by 10. Man-to-man defense employed by the Rams. Here's Williams. Top of the key goes to Hughes. Sam will set the Dowling offense, working the right side. Now dribbles towards the lane, kicks it off to Carson Brown. Carson now kicks it back out. Moses, a head fake, can't get a shot off. Now Brown for three in the corner, it's no good. Rebound slapped around. Moses has it. He lost it. Out of bounds to Dowling. Well, good hustle by Moses to keep that ball alive. So Dowling will keep that ball, and the good sign for Dowling, Simon Daniel back in for Carson Brown. Carson Brown will check out, and Simon Daniel back in, 36-26, Rams by 10. One minute, nine seconds remaining here in the first half. Dowling will inbound the ball. Sam Hughes underneath his own basket looking for Riggs. Gets it out to Daniel. He'll launch the three, and it's up and good. Nothing but the bottom of the net for Simon Daniel. His second three of the night and eight points. Let, let's credit the uh, the Southeast Polk uh, physical, uh, the, 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 Tra- trainer, the trainer. trainer, yeah, yeah. getting Simon <laughs> Daniel back in. And it's uh, 36-29, Rams by seven. Southeast Polk in a four-corner offense with Malachi Williams under the left block and everybody else standing at a point. Rams are going to be content to wind the clock down. We didn't get to the bonus here, Mike. Dowling with five team fouls, Rams with three. Dowling's got to make sure that they do not allow penetration where everybody has to help and then you leave a wide-open three-point look on the outside, which has happened numerous times in this first half. All right, that is uh, James Glenn with the basketball. Or check that uh, Riley Edwards with it. 
Now the Rams will start their offense with 10 seconds. They got a double high stack ready to go. He's got a foul Car- to give, too, if they wanted to, this Mark. This is Carmu over to Bartlett. And Bartlett hits the floor and a whistle and a foul. Yeah, that's not bad. That's okay. A foul to give. Yeah. A non-shooting foul. Exactly. And they've got another one, too. So Southeast Hughes. Polk's going to inbound underneath as, as Glenn comes back in. Hughes picks up the foul, his first. Team foul number four on Dowling. You're right, they got another one to give. Rams will inbound it. Glenn will throw it in. Gets to Bartlett. Bartlett will launch the three. It's up and good. Well defended by Simon Daniel, but he drains the three. Wait, Simon Daniel did everything right there, Mark, but it was just a better shot. Step back three by Bartlett, and that is not a way to end the half if you're Dowling. No question. Rams with three players with nine points in the first half. Riley Edwards, Boone Bain, and Chase Bartlett all with nine points. Four points for James Glenn and four points for Malachi Williams. And Cole Falloon off the bench with four points. And Southeast Polk, Mike, did not shoot a free throw in the first half or well, attempt the free throw. Yeah, they, they really haven't needed to, Mark, because they've been getting to the basket at will. Uh, it, it hasn't been a, it, Nobody's been in front of them, so there hasn't been many fouls committed. <laughs> and, uh, again, Dowling's got to shore that up. The other thing they've got to do is Hughes has been coming across the court and picking up his dribble, and then Glenn is playing off. It's caused a couple times where my, it happened to Mikey Chase, too. They were able to get an easy steal. Been a lot of pressure out front. They've got to do something to alleviate the pressure as Dowling's trying to enter it into the front court. All right, our halftime score. Southeast Polk 39, Dowling 29. The girls game tonight won by Southeast Polk 63-58, along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadale. Again, Southeast Polk leads at halftime, 39-29 here at the Southeast Polk Gym. Coming up, oh, Coach Danner. We get the A or the B team. I'm not sure what it is, Mike, but we're going to talk to <laughs> assistant coach Joel Danner, the Dowling girls, coming up after this timeout here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, results in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction Professionals. Design. Build. Renovate. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours. God bless. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Iowa. Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And welcome back to the Southeast Polk Gym. Alongside Mike Swain, Mark Amadale, halftime. And it's uh, 39-29, Southeast Polk with the lead over Dowling Catholic, joined by the Dowling girls' assistant coach, Joel Danner. And, uh, Coach, thanks for joining us. Thanks for taking time to stick around as uh, you're on the eastern part of the uh, state, it seems like, over here at Southeast Polk. Yes, it is, eastern part of the state. It's always a pleasure to come up and get a chance to talk with you. (laughs) Coach Danner, appreciate it. Uh, You guys, what a game it was. Uh, 
Uh, ended up being a five-point game, but you got down 17-2. to two, And maybe you're used to coaching from behind, but what a deficit. Then you make it up and take the lead. And what a fourth quarter it was. And then the Rams, you know, do what the Rams do. They like hitting big shots. They hit big shots. We, you know, we did. We, we got down early. And, you know, we kept telling our girls one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. You know, we're going to take our opportunities when they present themselves. And sure. that second half, you know, they presented themselves. And our, our girls pushed right back. And keep talking about fighting pressure with pressure and, and our girls did a good job with that well they certainly did and coach i don't know what you told them at halftime but uh, you were down by 14 at halftime 38 24 you come back and outscore southeast polk 17 to 4 in that third quarter and you got to be plowed because you held them a one field goal and two for two at the free throw line that was a great defensive effort all the way around you know they've got so many quality offensive players but our girls knew that you know it's going to have to start on the defensive end if we were going to give ourselves an opportunity and they really stepped up and worked together, did a good job of communicating, created some you know, transition opportunities for themselves, and you know, it, it was just nice to see the fight in them. Well, it certainly was, and uh, you know, you got contributions off your bench, and one of them, you just got back, Lauren Frerichs, and she injures her other ankle, did not come back, and I, you know, that was the time you made your comeback. Matter of fact, I think you scored after the delay for her injury, McVeigh, uh, inbounded the ball and got a shot off and you got your first lead right after that happened but man Lauren was playing so well the last couple of games and now she's down with an ankle how severe is it well we're gonna we'll wait until tomorrow to evaluate I guess um, but she she wasn't putting a lot of pressure off when she walked into the locker room but you know yeah you get her back it just gives us more depth but it just a, just offensive players it's another offensive threat and a bigger body um, and that's you know a little bit where Southeast Polk can take advantage of us just using their size and posting up some of our smaller guards but you know again second half our guards did what they had to do defensively to give ourselves a chance so you know you got to compliment them on that well, the dynamic duel of uh <laughs> you know of the rams and you, you know you, you've seen this enough uh, twice yeah. a year now larkin's held to 16 i say hell she's in yeah. the 20s usually brooklyn daly the coach's daughter 19 points which she came in averaging eight and had 19 yeah. tonight and then uh woodyard who's a nice complimentary player Averaging 15, she had 16. Those are the three main yes. scores, and somehow they find the basket. They shoot very well, it seems. Yeah, they do, and, and Coach Daly does a great job. They know who, who needs to score for them. They get those girls the ball and take advantage of mismatches in the post, and, get you know, you get that, then you get a nice open tree from the perimeter from one of their role players, and they just kind of keep coming at you. But, uh, you know, again, I think Daly got out early, 13, 15 points early, and so we did a really nice job with her in the second half. And I thought, you know, even though Larkin scored 25 the first time and, you know, 16, 18 this time, I thought we did a good job of contesting shots for the most part, especially from the second quarter on. Yeah, that's so hard to do, especially. And we've seen this in the boys' program here at Southeast Polk. They love that skip pass. And if you don't react quickly to it and try to get some air under it and at least get into your position, they're going to quit yeah. shooters. And yeah. that, that's the case. I know Coach Daly's team is known for that. And, uh, they certainly did that tonight. Uh, Coach, what did you like about your team's effort tonight? What were some of the things that maybe you were concerned about or worried about besides all their shooters uh, in this contest the second time you played them? I, I think it was just us offensively not being stagnant, um, attacking certain personnel that we thought we could take advantage of. And I think our guards did a good job, once again, once we got going midway through the second quarter into the second half of looking at mismatches, getting some backdoor cuts and some nice easy looks there. And, then when we were able to drive, we were able to kick it out and we hit a couple threes. And that's that's what we need to do with, you know, Maddie or whoever's hitting those threes, Lauren, Ella, and then getting the ball back inside to Lexi. And Lexi had some nice, strong moves tonight. She did a better job of catching. You know, just, you know, 
I, I think that she's just constantly, the last couple weeks, gotten better and better and better. But she's a girl that she needs to touch the ball every possession for us if, if we're going to have a chance or an opportunity to win. Right. She needs to be on the floor a lot. I know that she's gotten in foul trouble in the first half in the last several games, but she's worked her way out of it. And I know she finished with four fouls, so she's playing kind of cautious. You don't want her out. Uh, but, uh, you know, doing a nice job. Well, Coach, uh, you got the week off. You, you have a whole week to prepare for Urbandale yeah. for the second time. Is there any word about scheduling another game? Because uh, in the COVID era, you can schedule a game anytime you want. How's that worked out? Well, we, right now, no, we haven't scheduled anyone else. We've sent out emails the last couple of weeks and haven't really had any takers, to be honest with you. Um, so we're going to you know, practice Sunday and see what happens for the rest of the week and prepare for Urbandale and you know, then finish out the season strong for the last three games. Yeah, you take on Urbandale next Friday. A game we'll have in Iowa Catholic Radio just uh, Three more regular season games left. And the following week, well, it's uh, number five Centennial and number one Johnston at the Dowling Gym on Tuesday, uh, February 9th, and Friday, February 12th, and the regional starts. So nothing like finishing with uh, a couple of uh, top five teams yeah. after battling number four team tonight. No, it's, it's you know, again, <laughs> every year now that I've been here, it's just you got to prepare each and every night. There's no nights off. You've all heard the cliche, but. You know, especially that last week, Aiken Centennial defensively, and then right. Johnston just, you know, I mean, just a total team effort for those guys all the time. So we got our hands full, but it's a challenge that we're looking forward to. Visit with Joel Danner, the Dowling Girls basketball assistant coach, after tonight's uh, contest, the uh, Southeast Polk Rams, a 63-58 win. You know, I came in, and Audrey Faber, your assistant coach, is over there in the corner, and I said, hey, Faber, remember a few years ago, probably more than a few because I'm dating myself, yeah. remember right there in the lane in double overtime, Remember that shot? Yeah, we beat Southeast Polk. I thought it almost happened tonight, but then uh, it kind of got right. away in that last 30 seconds, Coach. Uh, yeah, you know, I <laughs> wish we would have got it in regulation, but you're right. That last 30 seconds did us in. It's just, it'd be nice to have Audrey out there for a last second shot if we needed to at the end of the quarter. But you know what? That's, the time has passed, and we'll yeah. take what we have. That's right. Coach, thanks for coming up. Thanks for staying. Thanks for all you do for the Dowling Girls basketball program with these kids, and uh, you and Coach uh, Coach Meyer and uh, Babinad and Faber and the yeah. rest of them. Even the legendary Tom Donahue. Tom Donahue. You can't <laughs> <What> forget him. <laughs> the Thank you to Iowa Catholic Radio. You Appreciate bet, Joel. It. Thanks for everything. Thank you. All right, Joel Danner, my guest here at halftime, the assistant girls coach, as the Dowling girls losing tonight 63-58 to Southeast Polk. Halftime score of the boys contest. Rams lead by 10, 39-29. Mike Swain will return to the broadcast. We'll take a break here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Here in the second half underway, Simon Daniel with the shot for Dowling on their first possession. It's no good. Malachi Williams with the rebound, 39-29. Southeast Polk with the lead here in the third quarter. Mark Amadale 
and Mike Swayman. Now in the lane and a shot by Glenn, no good, but they're going to whistle a foul on Dowling on the shot and free throws coming. Well, one of the troubling things that I'm seeing, Mark, is that it, offense is coming very easily for Southeast Polk. They're getting good looks. Sometimes they're not making them, but they're getting inside the paint. They're getting looks. Again, Dowling's struggling to get the ball into the offense with so much pressure out front, and it's really bothering Hughes and Mikey Chase. Well, believe it or not, the first free throw of the night was just scored there by uh, Glenn after the foul on Hughes. That'll be his second foul of the game, second free throw good. So the Rams two for two at the line tonight. They did not attempt the free throw in the first half. Dowling went three or four at the free throw line in the first half. And we'll try to run through scoring here when we get a moment. Dowling on the offensive end. They have uh, Sam Hughes, Simon Daniel, and now we've got a whistle. They're going to get a hold but look at the pressure that time. And they, they were close to getting a five count. They were. But I think they're going to get uh, Boone Bain. They, Riley Edwards. With oh, the Riley Edwards with the uh, the hold there. So scoring for Dowling in the first half. Jalen Moses off the bench with nine points. Simon Daniel with eight. Six points for Jack Redeke. Riggs battled foul trouble, had four points. And Carson Brown with two points off the bench for the Maroons, who went three for four in the first half. For Southeast Polk, three players with nine points each, led by Riley Edwards, Boone Bain, and Chase Bartlett as Riggs gets underneath and scores for Dowling on the right block. He now has six points. Four points each for Cole Falloon and Malachi Williams. And then James Glenn hit that three at the buzzer. He has four points. Oh, that's double dribble. And now turnover on Southeast Polk. Riley Edwards with the double dribble. Yeah, he, he thought that he just didn't handle the ball and then put the ball on the ground. But uh, I thought he actually put the ball on the ground and then picked it up and did it again. Thought, so. I think it was deflected and yeah, it wasn't it was, deflected. Yeah, good call by the official. Dowling with the basketball. Hughes dribbles in the front court. That's Sam Hughes along with Simon Daniel. And Mikey Chase. Yeah, they're going to get the, Simon Daniel at the walk there, Mark. Yep. He dribbled all the way down to the left block, turned, tried to pivot, and moved his pivot foot. So that's the three guards, Daniel Chase for Dowling Catholic. And Hughes, Greta Key and Riggs in there, the five starters who started the ball game. Southeast spoke with the ball. Edwards gets in the lane, doesn't, can't shoot it over Gretke, and now he throws it away, and it'll be over and back as Bartlett saves it right in front of the Dowling bench, but over and back on Southeast Polk. Yeah, one of the few turnovers Southeast Polk has had. And these are the opportunities that Dowling's got to do to take advantage of this, Mark. No question about it. As Dowling comes in averaging 16 turnovers. They just cut that in half. And now Gretke, pull-up jumper, good, right over Boone Bain. Well, that was just a nice baseline cut, and Ryan Riggs finds Gretke down there. Uses his height to get that shot up. All right, Glenn over to Williams. Pull-up jumper, partially blocked by Riggs. Rebounded by Dowling. Here's Mikey Chase with it to Riggs. In the lane, shot up and no good. He drew the foul in the basket. Or at Riggs will go to the free throw line as the basket's no good. Well, what I liked best about that, not only Ryan Riggs running the floor, but how about him taking it so strong to the basket against the defenders, drawing the contact, Mark? That's what you like to see. He drew a double team. And the free throw is good by Riggs. Ryan tonight with seven points. First free throw attempt. 41-34. Southeast Polk with a seven-point lead. Make that a six-point lead. Second free throw good by Riggs. He has eight points. 41-35. Rams by six. Five and a half minutes remaining third quarter. Mike Swain. Dealing with six straight, Mark. And they've got to continue to play good, solid defense on this end. See if they can get another stop. I like so far, how this second half has started. Well, Bartlett that time 
Did a little pull through at the free throw line. Tried to pull the ball through and go down the left side. And a foul on Simon Daniel. Daniel with his second foul. Team foul number two on Dowling. So both teams with two fouls each. Dowling has three timeouts at their disposal. Rams have all five at their disposal here in the second half. Uh, here's Bartlett with it. Pull-up jumper, free throw line good right over Simon Daniel. That's just a nice play. Easy shot, free throw line extended. And when you got guys like Glenn and Bartlett who can knock that down, puts a lot of pressure on your defense. Yeah, Bartlett hit the three at the buzzer at the end of the first half. He now has 11 points. Now underneath to Riggs, and they're going to wipe off the basket, and a foul called on Southeast Polk. going to be that- on Malachi Williams is second. Yeah, sorry, Mark. That was a really nice entry pass by Mikey Chase that time. And it, it's a concerted effort to get Riggs on that block. And guys have to, you know, it's, it's not just Riggs posting up. It, it's the, the passer who's got to make a good decision as well. All right, Gretke inbounds the ball into the Dowling basket. Third team foul on Southeast Polk. Here's Daniel with it. Rams remaining man-to-man. Here's Mikey Chase down the lane. Pull up. Can't get a shot up on the right block. Gets it out to Gretke. Jack down the lane with the right hand. Shot too strong, no good. And rebounded by Boone Bain and Southeast Polk. Well, good drive by Gretke, but just didn't know what he was going to do, if he was going to over the rim or uh, <laughs> That's Bartlett with the three, Mark. Three. Just like the half in it. He loves that well, left baseline, and he's got 14 points. How about that? Dowling cuts it to six, and just like that, Southeast Polk with a little 5-0 run and now back up by 11. All right, here's Chase to the basket. His shot up and no good. They're going to call the offensive foul on Mikey Chase. And a nice job on defense by the Rams, and I believe that was uh, Boone Bain who drew the foul, who drew the charge, rather. Chase with the foul, and that'll be his first. Coach O'Connor not happy with that call. I actually thought it was a pretty good call, Mark. I thought Bain had good position there. Oh, check that. It's not on Chase, Mikey Chase. It's on Hughes, his third. Now in the lane, a pull-up jumper. Glenn gets the favorable roll off the back iron. It falls through. Glenn with his sixth point. Make that his eighth point. Excuse me. 48-35, 48-35, Rams by 13. Largest lead of the night for Southeast Polk. Dowling with the ball. Riggs, right elbow, in the lane. Double team, leaves it for Chase. Mikey coming off a ball screen. Gets it to Hughes. Sam in the lane, pull-up jumper is fouled by James Glenn, and he'll get two free throws. Glenn is third foul. Yeah, three on Glenn, three on Hughes. Couple guys with foul trouble early on here. Let's see if that is the 14 foul on Southeast Polk. Dowling yeah. with three, and this is just the third quarter, so we're going to see a lot of free throws, I think, in this second half. First free throw, good by Sam Hughes. Looks like Coach Jenkins is going to get Glenn out with three. Moses back in, and Carson Brown's going to check in for Hughes after this free throw. Well, Sam averaging six points on the season. Held scoreless last night. That's his first point of the night. The first free throw good by Sam Hughes. Second one on the way. It's no good. And the rebound, Southeast Polk. 48-36 Rams. 3.40 remaining here in the third quarter. From the Southeast Polk gym tonight, part of a girl-boy doubleheader, Dowling and Southeast Polk. Second time these two teams have met. Here's Kermaya Carmo in the lineup. Carmo leaves it for Bartlett. His wow. shot up a good. He is heating it up this he time really from is. the right side of the key. Mark, that was a step back fadeaway, and he's just there's nothing but net. He's really feeling it tonight. 16 points for Bartlett. Chase Bartlett, the 6'3 senior, looking at a few D2 schools and NEIA schools, and he's leading the way, whistling a foul on Kormaya Carmu, who's in there for head coach Alan Jenkins in Southeast Polk. Picks up the foul, does Carmu, yeah. his first. Things are getting a little tighter with the officials. We've <laughs> already got eight fouls, Mark, in this quarter, and we're still three minutes to go. 
Randy Wiggins, Jeff Junker, and uh, Carrie Butneck are three-person. Nice. And Riggs gets inside as Dallin yeah, runs nice the inbound jump play. hook that time by Riggs. Ten points for Ryan. And it's 50-38. to 38. Southeast Polk by 12. Entry pass goes to Bartlett, and they say it was a kickball by Dowling. Out of bounds to Southeast Polk. Riggs yeah. with 10 points, leading scorer for the Maroons. Eight points for Simon Daniel. Eight points for Jack Redicky. Maroons have got to start finding points in the second half. That's been their downs, downfall. Now Bartlett dribbles baseline. He travels with the basketball. Good help defense by Carson Brown, who just checked in, to help Simon Daniel. Just enough there to make Bartlett, you know, pick up that pivot foot and travel. And they're going to try and face guard. I heard Coach Wagner yelling at Simon Daniel to try and face guard Bartlett. He's so hot right now, you don't even want him to touch the ball. So Edwards will check out. And Mr. Instant Offense, Cole Falloon, will check in, part of that uh, tremendous football team that Coach Lenovich has here. Got about one, two, three, four football players in the team. Bain, Falloon, Caleb Daniels, who doesn't play a whole lot, and Caggiano. Now here's Daniel with it. Dowling trailing by 12. Two and a half minutes remaining. Third quarter. Dowling right to left in front of us. Now a backdoor cut by Daniel. His shot up and good. The assist to Riggs. That was a triple team. Great job by Daniel recognizing that and cutting to the basket and Riggs with a nice little soft pass there. Daniel with 10 points. It's 50-40, to 40, Southeast Polk. And now we got traveling on the Rams. Good defense by Dowling. Riggs stopped him. I think Mikey Chase and Hughes uh, altered the flow there by uh, Boone Bain. Well, Ryan Riggs stepped up the lane there and caused Bain to travel. And so, again, another turnover. Dowling with an opportunity here to get this thing under double digits. Jalen Moses in the lineup for Dowling now. It's Moses and Riggs in the post. The three guards are Chase. Hughes and Daniel. Now here's Hughes in the lane. His turnaround shot no good. He lo- and he slaps out of bounds. <laughs> and they're going to give it to Southeast Polk. They say Caggiano might have had a piece well, of right it. Right in front of the Southeast Polk student body. And they were like, what kind of call is that? <laughs> yeah, it's not a full house here as it normally isn't. But uh, there are a few fans huddled together. Dowling will inbound the ball. Hughes will throw it in. Now we got a whistle. And an offensive foul, illegal screen by Dowling. Yeah, I think they're going to get Mikey Chase on that. My goodness, yeah. It's I didn't see it, Mark. First foul, I didn't either. It was away it was, from the ball. Yeah, it was a quick whistle. All right, 50-40, to 40, Southeast Polk. Caggiano in the lane, and he leaves it for Carmoon. His shot off the glass is good. Foul on Dowling. The basket will count. And who are they going to get? They're going to get... Uh, Hughes for his fourth foul. How about that move by Carmu? Well, it was a nice move, but again, Dowling's on-the-ball defense has really struggled tonight, Mark, to get in front of guys and stop them from getting inside the paint. So Carmu, a chance to complete the three-point play. Free throw no good. Ball slapped around, and Dowling comes away with it with Carson Brown, who's back in. Brown, Chase. Moses and now traveling on Moses, and he decided to go to the basket. So Moses and Riggs back in in the post. And it's Carson Brown, Simon Daniel, and Mikey Chase, the three guards for Dowling. (laughs) 52 40, Southeast Polk. And Dowling now retreats on defense. They stay man to man. 
And with, with this lead, Coach Jenkins can leave Glenn on the bench with three fouls. I think that's what he's going to choose to do right now. Yeah, buy some time. Here's Bartlett. you got to watch him. He's cut off the top that's of the key. <laughs> Falloon got away with that football walk. Got a couple football players in there. Hey, Riggs stole the ball away from one of them. Caggiano with the turnover. Riggs picked him clean. And we're approaching the final minute of the third quarter. Dowling trailing by 12. And now here's Chase in the lane, and he draws the foul on the pass. Who are they going to get? Looks like Falloon will pick up the foul. No, it isn't. It's on Carmu. Cormaya Carmu with the his second foul. Yeah, next one, Mark, and Dowling will be shooting free throws. Yeah, 16 foul on Southeast Polk. Dowling's committed five. Minute remaining here in the third quarter, and now pass errant, but Gretke tracks it down at half court. Leaves it for Daniel on the left wing. They try to post up Riggs with Caggiano guarding Riggs. That's a little bit of a height disadvantage. 6'3 versus 6'8. See how this works out. Riggs on the ball on the floor. Leaves it for Daniel in the corner for three. It's good. Simon Daniel with his fifth point of the third quarter. 13 points tonight for Simon. And it's a nine-point Ram lead. Now that was a nice shot. Double team with Riggs. Hit Daniel on the baseline. And second time he's made that tonight. Rams in a kind of a four-corner. They get it to Carmu. And he leaves it for Bartlett. Rams trying to hold for the last shot. 52-43 Southeast Polk leading Dowling. He joined us late. The girls game won by Southeast Polk, 63-58 over a couple of top 10 teams. In the final 10 seconds here, Carmu with it between the circles, guarded by Gretke. Face guarding uh, Bartlett is Simon Daniel. And now we got a holding foul on Simon right in front of us as he tried to deny Bartlett. So Simon picks up foul number three. Uh, Coach O'Connor is going to quickly get Daniel out with three seconds to go. Again, to get Carson Brown in. Yeah, Carson has no fouls, so that'd probably be the right move. 3.7 seconds remaining. Both teams now with 16 fouls. And Glenn checks back in. So the oh. next foul will be shooting free throws. That'll probably be the fourth quarter. As they uh, tidy up the court here with, as you mentioned, Glenn back in. So it'll be Carmuth throwing it in. Glenn and Edwards and Bartlett beyond the three-point. And now we've got a... Looks like a timeout, timeout. Southeast Polk here. Rams are going to set up a set play. You know that. And this will be a, what, 30-second timeout or full? What do we got? We'll keep it here like with 3.7 seconds left. Southeast Polk 52, Dowling Catholic 43. Mark Amadale, Mike Swain from the Southeast Polk gym up here in the track, upper section. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Kemen, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. Maroons are trailing by nine. And this is where the scoring sometimes is hard to find, but it seems like Dowling has found people to score here in this uh, second half. Simon Daniel with 13 points, five of those here in the second half. Riggs has got four here in the second half, and Greta Key two. And your thoughts on this uh, last play, apparently, of the third quarter here, Mike? Well, Mark, we, we saw what happened at the, second, at the end of the half. Uh, Bartlett was able to hit a three, sort of a, just a back-crushing yeah. three. If they can get a stop here, Dowling's going to get the ball to start the fourth quarter and have a chance to get this thing down to seven. So this is a big play here. And they got their three-point shooters on the line, three-point line. Riley Edwards, Chase Bartlett, and Carmu will throw it in. And Glenn. Now they get it into Bartlett on the baseline. Step back three at the horn is up off the back iron. No good. And we've come to the end of the third quarter with the score. 
Southeast Polk 52, Dowling 43, along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadeo, back with the fourth quarter in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Hi, I'm Al Cresta, host of Cresta in the Afternoon. Catholic radio is absolutely necessary because the secular media just doesn't get our story and secular media doesn't share our values. What's important to us is not necessarily what's important to them. So no matter what you can give, I'm asking you to prayerfully support Catholic Radio in your area. Prayerfully consider making a gift right now. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gymnasium alongside Mike Swain, Mark Amadale. We're under, about ready to be underway here in the fourth quarter. Dowling trailing by nine. Runes with a record of five and six. Southeast Polk's record is eight and two. Rams won the first meeting back in December over Dowling. The Maroons have it in the first possession of the fourth quarter, and they work it inside to Riggs and a whistle and a foul on Malachi Williams. And that'll be his, let me see here, third foul. Well, this is where Dowling has to take advantage, Mark. Clock stopped. You get to go to the line. And you got a chance to get two easy ones. For front of a one and one, good as Riggs hits the first free throw. Ryan now with 11 points. And he is three for three at the line tonight. Second free throw, good. 12 points for Ryan Riggs. Dowling trailing by seven, 52 45. In the front court, James Glenn for Southeast Poe. Glenn leaves it over for Edwards. Over to Boone Bain, back to Glenn as they play catch the perimeter. And boy, the Rams with those guards can shoot it anywhere. Now Williams in the lane. His shot off the mark, no good. Rebound out and tapped over to Ryan Riggs and Dowling. Now good stop and a, a better defensive rebound that time. Dowling with another opportunity. Now here's Gretke in the lane. His shot is up and good. They're saying a foul before the shot. Much to the stain of the Dowling bench. <laughs> Jeff Junkers kind of laughs at that. A foul on Southeast Polk would be on Boone Bain in his first. Well, that would have been big because that would have been a three-point opportunity, but now we're only in a one-and-one. One. Yeah, it's not a two-shot foul. First free throw up and no good by Gretke. Bartlett chases the rebound down. Now they get it across half court Do the Rams. Here's Boone Bain with it. Reverse over to the right side. Here's Glenn. Dowling stays man-to-man. Rams will run their offense under head coach Allen Jenkins. Third year here at Southeast Polk. Done a tremendous job. Here's Edwards with it. Malachi Williams, a lone post player. Top of the key for three. No good by Riley Edwards. Rebound Gretke into the hands of Mikey Chase. Dowling with their starting five out there. Chase in the corner to, to Hughes. His shot up and no good. Might have been partially blocked by Riley Edwards. Well, he he didn't have a good angle that time, Mark. If he had just been a step further inside the lane, he could have maybe tried to go off the glass. But Tough break for Dowling. Rebound out the southeast poke and now a little high-low underneath and a reverse layup. No good by Malachi Williams. Rebound Dowling. 
Both teams coming up empty, 52-45. And now here's Mikey Chase, a little push shot underneath, no good. Rebound Riggs, this shot up, good! Riggs right over Malachi Williams, cuts the poke lead to five. He's having a nice second half here, Mark. 14 in the game for Riggs. That's his first field goal here in the fourth quarter. 52-47, Southeast Polk by five. Six minutes remaining, fourth quarter from the Southeast Polk gym. Glad you could join us. Edwards, pull-up jumper, good, right over Gretke. Now, Gretke just a little too slow to be able to guard Edwards that time. He faked like he was going to hit the three, put the ball on the floor, and then just a little step back, 11, wide open. 11 points for Riley Edwards, the 6'3 sophomore. Now in the starting lineup with the injury to Tate Goodman, who's out for the year with an ACL. Lob pass inside to Riggs, and he flushes it through as he went right around Boone Bain. Well, that's just great offense. They're, Dowling's getting much better movement, Mark, in this second half, which is creating some one-on-one matchups with Riggs down in the post. Riggs with a one-handed slam dunk, and it's 54-49. Southeast poked by five, and now whistle a foul away from the action on Dowling. And this is where you got to be careful if you're Dowling because now every foul you put Southeast Polk on the line, and we know how well they shoot free throws. And Glenn, I mean, last time he played it was 13 for 15 against Dowling. Well, Sam Hughes has become the first casualty. He fouls out with 520 remaining with one point with his fifth foul, and free throws coming for James Glenn. And this should be, is it a one-and-one? One? I believe. And the free throw is good. By Glenn, he's three for three tonight at the line. And Glenn with nine points. Second free throw up, good. Ten points for Glenn. And we've got a timeout on the floor with 5.20 remaining here in the Fourth quarter, 56-49, Southeast Polk with a seven-point lead. 30-second timeout here, Mark Amadale, Mike Swain. Friday night of high school girls and boys basketball. If you joined us late, the girls game won by Southeast Polk, 63-58. The boys game coming down to the wire here, Mike. Free throws are going to determine this, both teams in the bonus, and nearing the double bonus. Well, Hughes has done a lot of the bringing up of the ball for Dowling, and now with him fouled out, uh, it's going to be... Those, that chore is going to be on Mikey Chase and Simon Daniel. They've got to do a good job of taking care of the ball, getting Dowling into that offense. And then Dowling has to be patient, Mark. There's plenty of time here. You don't have to rush any shots. Get the ball inside to Riggs and, and create that one-on-one matchup and let him go to work. All right, Dowling will inbound the ball. 5.20 remaining here in the fourth quarter. I want to congratulate oh, Kevin O'Hare. Going to a little zone here, Mark. I see that. Kevin O'Hare, the Dowling freshman coach, winning tonight in the other gym. That's yeah. all he does is win. Well, not really. <laughs> and that'll start a war. My phone's already blowing up. And uh, Quincy Ferguson in for Dowling. Long three, up and no good by Simon Daniel. And the ball hit the uh, basket support above the backboard, which is a dead ball area, out of bounds to Southeast Polk. That was a pretty good remaining. look by Simon Daniel on that three. And he's hit a couple of them tonight, Mark. So uh, Dowling's got to just... Buckle down here defensively. Try and get a stop. Quincy Ferguson, number five in the lineup. We saw him last night against Ankeny in the fourth quarter. There's Glenn with it. Coming off a ball screen by Williams. Can't get a shot off. Now the ball stolen away by Quincy Ferguson. Quincy, two-on-one fast break. Leaves it for Mikey Chase. He shot up and no good. Drew the foul, and he'll get two free throws here. 19 foul on Southeast Polk. Pretty good two-on-one that time. Ferguson with a nice pass to Mikey Chase, and then Mikey allowing the defense to get there and go for that shot fake, committing the foul. Quincy Ferguson 
with the steal on that cross-court pass. Jump in the passing lane. Quincy now at the free throw line. Or check that Mikey Chase the free throw line. Quincy with the steal. He hits the first free throw. 56-50. The Ram lead is now six with 441 remaining. Second free throw good. Chase two for two at the line. He has that's where his two points are from. Yeah, both teams with three timeouts apiece. Mark with 435 to go here. Rams with it. Here's Glenn. Leaves it for wow. his teammate, Riley Edwards, for three. Good. Oh, my goodness. Edwards is fourth three of the night, 14 points. Poke back to the zone. Here's Gretke for three. It's no good. Weak side rebound to Bartlett. He's double teamed in the backcourt, and he gives it to Glenn. He'll dribble it across the timeline. 59-51, Southeast Polk by eight. 4-10 remaining fourth quarter. Rams kind of in their four-corner offense with Williams standing on the left block. Underneath, a shot in the lane. No good by Glenn. He double-penetrated. Double Rebound Dowling. Outlet pass to Gretke, and he slams it home right over Bartlett. Jack Gretke with the slam, and he's got ten points. Wow, and Coach O'Connor was trying to get a timeout, and the re- official didn't see it. <laughs> good job, Randy Wiggins, of ignoring that. <laughs> the official that walked right by uh, OC. And now Glenn, oh, draws the foul as he was going down, and they're going to whistle the foul on Mikey Chase. Boy, that, uh, I didn't see a lot of contact there, Mark, and that's a big one because, again, you send Glenn to the line, which is on, almost an automatic two. So free throws coming for... James Glenn, the eighth team foul on Dowling. This will be a one-and-one one for Glenn, who's four for four on the night. And his first free throw up, good. Glenn with 11 points. And it's 60-53, to 53, Southeast Polk by seven. Second free throw up, good. 12 points for Glenn. Dowling needs great possessions here. 61-53, Southeast Polk. 3.30 remaining. Dowling with Ferguson. Skip pass over to Chase. Out to Gretke for three. Left wing, no good. Hits the back iron and rebounded by Bartlett. Wow, that was really good ball movement and a wide open look for Gretke. But, boy, that shot was way off. Glenn in the lane. He has a ball slapped out of bounds. I think Riggs got a piece of the block shot. And it'll be Southeast Polk basketball underneath their own basket. 3.15 3.15 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Rams trying for a doubleheader sweep as the Southeast Polk girls defeated Dowling. The Dowling girls earlier, 63-58, and a very exciting finish. All right, here's Edwards with it for Southeast Polk. Rams just trying to create spaces. Rams back out to uh, Glenn, and he draws the foul. That'll be on Chase. Mikey Chase with his fourth. Check that, his third foul. Southeast Pope now is going to. They want to go to the free throw line, Mike. Still, still, I thought that was their 10th, but evidently only nine for Dowling. Now both teams will be in the double bonus with the next foul. This is a one and one. And uh, Glenn's free throw is good. Doesn't really matter with Glenn. Whether it's a one and one or a two shot, he's he's staying at the line. He was 24 for 28, 85% coming in. He hasn't hurt his chances there. First free throw good, second one on the way, good. Well, this is what is so dangerous about this Southeast Polk team, Mark. They can spread you four corners, and they've got great ball handlers. And then if you foul, they've got guys who can make free throws. All right, Chase with it. Goes through traffic, puts up a shot. No good. And it's slammed home by Ryan Riggs. He followed the missed shot by Chase. And two-handed slam dunk 
timeout on the floor. That was a great <laughs> putback dunk by Ryan Riggs. 18 points for Riggs. We'll take a timeout. 2.51 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Southeast Polk 63, Dowling 55 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym out of the timeout. Dowling has two timeouts remaining. Southeast Polk three, 63-55. Southeast Polk boys leading Dowling. Now here's Edwards. They work it across the timeline. Corner three, no good. Malachi Williams comes down with the ball, loses it. But Boone Bain retrieves it. Took James Glenn. Rams playing keep away. Both teams with nine team fouls here, Mike. That was a huge rebound by Malachi Williams. And we got a whistle and a foul in the corner on the pass by Boone Bain. He'll get two free throws. They'll be in the double bonus. And I think that was intentional, Mark. The two guys you don't want to have on that foul line is Bartlett and Glenn. And Chase, Mikey Chase, picks up his fourth foul. He's telling Wade Luke and Bill, who's, Bill, who's doing color, <laughs> and keeping score of the Iowa game like we are, is Iowa down two at halftime. Free throw no good. I said, just like you used to do with that, you know, the – Two-handed put-back dunk. Put-back dunk. Yeah, and that. he said, that's how I ruined my back. <laughs> I said, in the gym at Fort Dodge or in Iowa City. <laughs> right. Second free throw good <laughs> by Boone Bain. So he goes one for two. He's got ten points. And it's 64-55. Southeast Polk by nine. Now a steal by the Rams in the backcourt. They get it to Glenn. Dowling with a tough turnover there. Now the Maroons have got a foul here with two minutes remaining and a foul on Jack Redicky. That'll send Bartlett to the line. Redicky with his first foul, I believe it is. Tenth team foul on Dowling. Southeast Polk with nine. So the Rams will be in the double bonus. Bartlett, a 95% free throw shooter. He and Glenn both are automatic for the most part. First free throw good. <laughs> Now, this is a dangerous team if they have the lead in the last two or three minutes. You saw the substates come out. Now we've got blood on the arm or the wrist of uh, Gretke, and Moses will check in for Dowling. Southeast Polk in substate one with a record of 8-2 and two of the Rams. They're the number ninth-ranked team. Eighth-ranked Council Bluffs A. Blinken, who Dowling plays the final week of the season, is the number two seed right now. Rams the only Central Iowa team over there. Second free throw good by Bartlett. And he has 18 points. And it's 66-55, Southeast Polk by 11. Dowling with the ball. Moses over to Chase for three. It's in and out, no good. Tipped by Riggs into the hands of Simon Danu, who will launch the three. It's short. Rebound Riggs. 
to Quincy Robinson. Quincy Ferguson, rather, over in the corner to Moses. Three-pointer, no good. He missed everything. Foul on Bartlett, I believe. And it'll be three free throws coming as Chase Bartlett picks up his second foul. And James or Jalen Moses to the line for three, Mike. Well, Dowling will get a chance to get this thing to single digits. And I'm assuming that Coach O'Connor is going to get somebody in for the shooter to try and set up a press. 66-55, minute 40 remaining, fourth quarter. Free throw number one. Good for Jalen Moses. He now has 10 points. And Dowling may take a timeout. They've got two left right. just to sort of talk about what the strategy is going to be. Second free throw by Jalen is good. Jalen, a 6'9 senior. He's got 11 points. One more free throw coming. And it's good. He goes three for three. He's five for five tonight at the free throw line. And Jalen with 12 points off the bench and a timeout called. We'll take a break. One minute break. Minute 40 remaining here in the fourth quarter. 66-58. Southeast Polk by eight over Dowling Catholic. Back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Back here at the Southeast Polk gym. Full court pressure by Dowling, and they force a five count. Turnover against Southeast Polk. They couldn't get it in in time, Mike. Well, that's just a great job. They set up a press and uh, face guarding and held the Southeast Polk Rams. Couldn't get it in. Five-second count. Now Dowling going a little substitution offense, defense. Well, Carson Brown was part of that defense, and now they bring in Gretke, and Quincy Robinson will throw it in for Dowling, and he does. Quincy Ferguson, rather, underneath the Simon Daniel. And a slam dunk again by Ryan Riggs. The feed by Simon Daniel. Riggs with 20 points. Don't foul him. You've got to get the ball, <laughs> keep the ball from Bartlett and Glenn. Yeah, you deny them and let everybody else go. And I'll foul on Bartlett as Simon Daniel, a little touch foul, 66-60. Rams by six. Fourth foul on Simon Daniel. And both teams now in the double bonus for the rest of the way. Well, Dowling stayed in that zone, so... Glenn and Bartlett were able to just sort of play catch out there, and then just a little touch foul by Daniel. Bartlett's first free throw is good. Again, if you foul Bartlett, it's a 95% free thrower. If you foul Glenn, it's an 85% free thrower. Just barely above Kevin O'Hare's stage. Just barely. (laughs) Second free throw good. He makes them both. He's got 20 points to chase Bartlett. 68-60. Southeast Polk by eight. Quincy Ferguson in the front court. Dribbles it in. Gets to Gretke. Jack backs in. And a little hook shot good right over Malachi Williams. Now you got to keep the ball out of those two guys, get it out of Bartlett's hands, and then foul anybody else. And Ferguson oh, now he lost it. turnover, and he did. As Bartlett loses the ball, credit to Quincy Ferguson, the junior for Dowling, forced him out of bounds. 
Uh, now, Mark, down six. Dallin can afford to be a little bit more patient here. Got to get a great shot. Minute to go. Both teams in the double bonus with ten fouls. Riggs tries to get it over to Gretke. He does. Jack for three in the corner. Good! Gretke for three, and it's a three-point lead now for Southeast Polk and a timeout. And that, I believe, is going to be Dowling's last timeout, Mark. So with 55 seconds to go here, Dowling's got a chance. Down three. They're going to put on the press. And I'm sure Coach O'Connor is going over with all of those guys. Two guys you can't let catch the ball. Glenn <laughs> and Bartlett. Anybody else, we are going to foul. The old days, it was Bartles and James, and now it's Glenn, <laughs> Glenn and Bartlett. Bartlett. Yeah. There you go. Isn't that something? Well, it's 68-65 our score. Southeast Polk with a three-point lead over Dowling. They'll be in up bounding the ball, full court to go. And uh, timeouts, Dowling out of timeouts, and Rams with three. And we can expect Dowling to put in defensive pressure like they did to get the five-second count last time. One of the things they could do, too, Mark, is, is even on the inbounds, you know, hold on, on whoever they want to foul. Whoever, sure. I mean, B- B- Bain just missed a free throw. Uh, he would be a guy I would be looking at to foul. Maybe Malachi Williams on the hold before the ball even comes in. I want to thank Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Kemen for supporting our broadcast. As Southeast Polk will inbound the ball. They have the length of the court to go. They lead by three. 55 seconds remaining. Throwing the ball in will be Riley Edwards. Looking, looking, and Edwards finally gets it. It's thrown away by Ferguson. Two. Uh, Dowling, and a long three, top of the key is gone, oh, my and we're tied. <laughs> Mikey Chase for three is fifth point, Mike. Now Dowling's got to gotta change their mentality, Mark. No fouls. Now you got to just play solid defense here. Stolen by Quincy Ferguson into the hands of Carson Brown, who fed Chase the top of the key, and Mikey drains the three, and we're tied at 68 with 30 seconds to go, and Southeast Polk just going to hold the ball with James Glenn just to be on center court. And Coach Jenkins has a timeout if he wants, but I'm guessing he's going to let Glenn take it and see what they can create. Dowling now trying to double team a little bit here. Well, three timeouts for Southeast Polk. They don't have to get a shot off. I'm sure they're going to call it now or they're going to go with their play. They're going with their set play. Good decision to double team Glenn. Get it out of his hands. And the corner to Bartlett for three. It's in and out. No good. Rebound Ferguson and Dowling has it. Two seconds left. Half court shot up and it's short. And we go to overtime here at Southeast Polk, 68-all, Mike Swain. An improbable comeback. <laughs> this team was down eight with a minute to go, and they end up sc- tying this thing up with a steal and then the three by Mikey Chase. Yeah, absolutely. Timeout, and we'll take a break. We'll go to overtime. Dowling and Southeast Polk tied at 68. We'll have a four-minute overtime, the first overtime, coming up here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org.
Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And welcome back to Southeast Polk Gym. We have overtime, Dowling and Southeast Polk tied at 68. And a jump ball, Dowling winning the tip. They go right to left in front of us. They maintain that. Riggs wins the tip. He gets it inside. Quincy Ferguson with it for Dowling to Gretke. Backs his way in and a charging foul called on Jack. They think he got the elbow a little too far out there and Bartlett drew the foul. Well, that was the exact same play that Gretke scored the last time and a smart decision that time by by Bartlett just going down and uh, get drawn the offensive foul. You don't want to talk about foul trouble here, Mark. I mean, you've got uh, both Simon Daniel and Mikey Chase with four fouls here to start the overtime. So those guys got to be careful on the defensive end. Yeah, they certainly do. Dowling 13 of 15 at the free throw line in regulation, as was Southeast Polk at the free throw line. They both uh, have the same numbers. Dowling with a 25-16 spurt in that fourth quarter to get it tied and now the Rams with it. Glenn dribbles baseline and he travels as he threw the pass tried to hit uh, his teammate Boone Bain and he traveled on the baseline well Southeast Polk's offense has gotten stagnant here in the last three or four minutes and you got to give a lot of credit to the Dowling defense thank you You, I was just going to mention that part of that might be the defensive pressure how about the steal by Ferguson Quincy little used but played the fourth quarter here for Dowling Got it to uh, Carson Brown, to Mikey Chase for three, and the Maroons tie the game. That's how regulation ended. Rams got a, had about 15 seconds to respond and couldn't get a shot off. 68 all. Here's Riggs with it. Face the basket, top of the key, looking for a cutter. Now has Simon Daniel for three. It's up and no good. Left it short and out of bounds. Well, Dowling was pretty deliberate that time, and Daniel ends up with a wide-open look, but unable to convert. 68 all, nobody has scored in overtime. This is a four-minute overtime in high school regulations. And dribbling across the timeline, who else? James Glenn, who's guarded by Quincy Ferguson. Man-to-man defense employed by Dowling. Glenn with it underneath. Reverse layup, too strong. Rebound Riggs, and he has it knocked out of his hands and a whistle and a foul on Malachi Williams of Southeast Polk, his fourth. That will send Ryan Riggs to the foul line to shoot two, Mark, and that's big because those are just Easy points, Dowling can step up. And I'm, I'm a little surprised. Glenn had an opportunity to shoot that three and instead opted to go in and take it where Ryan Riggs was able to alter that shot. Wait, I don't think we've seen Glenn attempt a three tonight. He has uh, not scored a three. I can't speak for attempting, but uh, not comfortable with the shot. Usually yeah. it's a catch and shoot. Free throw good by Riggs. So Dowling with the first lead in overtime. Other games going on tonight, Waukee at Valley, Johnson at Urbandale, Hoover at Roosevelt. Lincoln at East, North at Ottumwa, Ankeny Centennial at Ankeny, the Battle of Ankeny, Fort Dodge at Ames, and Marshtown at Mesa City, all girl boy doubleheaders. Riggs hits both free throws. He's six for six the line tonight, and he has 22 points. Dowling's going to stay with the full court pressure here, just trying to keep the ball out of Bartlett and Glenn's hands if you can. Yeah, yeah if you can, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah, James Glenn now in the front court. They're running the uh, double high post. For uh, Southeast Polk, Malachi Williams gets it back to Glenn. Now he'll shoot the three, and it's in and out no good. And rebound Dowling and Mikey Chase. Dowling by two in the basketball here, Mike. Big miss, and Dowling now has to know time and score, Mark. Two minutes to go up two. You've got to get a great shot. Be patient. 70 to 68. 
Dowling by two. Riggs with it, top of the key. Dribble handoff, Mikey Chase. He's cut off. Gets to Carson Brown. It's Brown, Simon Daniel, Mikey Chase, Ryan Riggs. Brown's got to be careful. And Quincy Ferguson. And now we get a timeout called by Michael Connor. He gets an extra timeout in overtime, and he uses it there. And what is this? A full timeout. We'll take a break. Minute 48 remaining in overtime. Dowling 70, Southeast Polk 68. Back in one minute here at the Southeast Polk Gym on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. Support Catholic Media. What an incredible gift Catholic Media is. Support any kind of Christian outreach that's getting the word out. Because it's a contrast to the negative message which is often being promoted, especially as regards issues of human dignity. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Hey, welcome back to the Southeast Polk Gym. The Maroons get a shot inside. It's no good. Tip no good by Gretke. And the rebound out to Southeast Polk. Mike, an empty possession there for Dowling. Mark, three opportunities to cash in that time. And Southeast Polk comes down and buries a three. Boone Bain for three, and that's his 13th point. What a turn of events. Dowling could have been up four and instead find themselves down one here with a minute 20. 71-70 Southeast Polk. Dowling out of timeouts. They throw it inside by Riggs. Trying to hit Gretke and it's stolen away by Bartlett. Down court it goes to Glenn and his head coach says pull it out. Pull the ball out. They get it out in front to Glenn. Down the lane he goes. Loses it into the hands of Gretke. Jack one on two. Goes around the defender. And now looking for help gets to Simon Daniel with 55 seconds remaining. Maroons out of timeouts. Southeast Polk with four remaining. Here in overtime. Really aggressive by Bain there. He gets a foul, and they're going to put Dowling on the line. Underneath is Riggs. He's double-teamed, left block, dribbles it out. Little hook shot up, no good, and a rebound Southeast Polk. Carmu with the rebound. Pressure in the backcourt. They get it to Bartlett, and he's fouled by Simon Daniel, and he has just fouled out. Not Simon only, will foul out with 10 points. Yeah, not only is he fouled out, he's put their best free throw shooter on the line with Bartlett. 13 points for Simon Daniel. And he will fall out of the contest. And free throws coming, you're right, for Bartlett. Chase tonight, four for four at the line. On the year, he's a 95% free throw shooter. He has 20 points. First free throw up. Good. 21 points for Bartlett. 33 seconds remaining in overtime. Southeast Polk by two, and I think uh, Coach Jenkins wants a timeout after this free throw, and he'll take it. He does. 22 points for Bartlett, and we've got a timeout on the floor. This will be a full timeout. We'll take it two. 73-70, Southeast Polk leading in overtime over Dowling. Back in one minute with 33 seconds remaining here at the Southeast Polk Gym on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. 
heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym. 30 seconds remaining, Dowling with the basketball and trailing 73-70 in overtime to Southeast Polk. Mark, they don't need a three. There's plenty of time. They need to attack the basket, though. Here's Quincy Ferguson for the Maroons. Right wing. Picks up his dribble out to Mikey Chase. Carson Brown in there. Chase dribbles down underneath. Tries to get it to Riggs. He does. Turnaround hook shot is up and rolls off the rim. No good. Rebound, Carmu. And that might do it with six seconds remaining. Foul in the backcourt on Dowling on Mikey Chase, and that'll be his fifth foul. He'll foul out with five points. Well, that was a good job by Malachi Williams, not fouling Riggs, and Riggs just a little short. He has played a fantastic game tonight, Mark, but just couldn't get that one to fall, and Dowling forced to foul here. And now they can only do is hope for two misses here by Southeast Pope. We got the right guy at the line, Carmu. And his first free throw is good. The left-hander, four for five on the year, 80%. Well, <laughs> so much for that. He gets his third point. Second one on the way. It rolls off the rim, no good. Rebound Dowling, and then Ferguson lays it through, and that'll do it. 74-72 is the final. Southeast Polk holds off Dowling to win it here in overtime. Congratulations to head coach Alan Jenkins and the Southeast Polk Rams. They improve their record at 9-2. Dowling falls to 5-7. And, and we do have another score to report. I want to thank uh, Athletic Director Jim Dewey out at Southeast Polk, or out at uh, Waukee. Uh, final scores from the Valley game. Uh, Waukee girls defeat Valley 71-48. And the Waukee boys defeat Valley 81-53. Wow. Both games at the Valley built Cold Iron Fieldhouse. So that is a... Congratulations to Waukee. That is a game. And look, that, that only reinforces what I've been saying all year. Okay? <laughs> you, you're going to get one chance at Waukee, and you better make it count because they are loaded. That's the second time those two teams have played. Yeah. I think because uh, they're both in the same, obviously, the same conference uh, the, the only good news for <laughs> Coach Windhorse and Valley is they don't have to see Waukee in the substate. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, Southeast Polk outscores Dowling 6-4 in overtime to win it, 74-72. We'll take a break, come back with post-game show along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadale, and we'll be back with more of the final here at Southeast Polk High School here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and 
services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Well, tough night for Dowling Catholic on the road as Southeast Polk in overtime defeats the Maroons 74-72, but not before Dowling rallied down eight in the final minute to uh, get it tied. And a lot of scenarios there, but uh, the Maroons just didn't get the big shot in overtime. They had a lead, but the, the Rams outscore Southeast, Southeast Polk outscores Dowling 6-4 in overtime to win it 74-72. And making it a sweep here. Earlier tonight, Southeast Polk girls, a 63-58 uh, win over Dowling. Alongside Mike Swain, Mark Amadale, and Swimmer. <laughs> what a fun game to watch, but a real interesting game to break down. It, it was, <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. I, I will tell you, Mark, that as a coach, you, you never are happy with a loss, okay? And as players, you shouldn't be happy with a loss. But if I'm the Dowling coaching staff, I'm proud of the way that these guys played in the fourth quarter. And, and we're able to get this thing to overtime after it looked like it was it was done. I mean, eight points in right. the and, and especially against Southeast Polk, this team that is so smart, spreads you on the floor, can hit free throws, and for Dowling to create those steals and hit those big threes, that's something that I think Coach O'Connor and the coaching staff can build on for this team. It, you. It, it's, it's still a loss. The Ankeny was a loss. Tonight's a loss. But this feels a lot better than what last night did because these guys really showed some fight down the stretch. And, and being, How about 72 points for Dowling on the board tonight? <laughs> uh, that feels like a long time that yeah. we, we haven't seen that. So, Stuck in the 50s for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was just a, a, a great effort by both teams. But I just thought Dowling gave a, 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 just a, showed a lot of guts and courage in that fourth quarter to, to send this thing to overtime. Well, quite a few players and double figures for both teams. And both teams doing pretty well at the free throw line. But Southeast Polk, one basket better tonight. And we'll take a look at scoring for Dowling. I have uh, four players in double figures led by Ryan Riggs with 22 points, 15 points for Jack Gretke, 13 points for Simon Daniel before he fouled out. Jalen Moses off the bench with 12 points to uh, contribute to Dowling. That was a lot had to do with uh, Riggs being in foul trouble, and it was Moses and even Bialzak in there for a while just kind of sharing that center position, Mike. Uh, Round out scoring for Dowling, five points for Mikey Chase before he fouled out. He hit the game-tying three Big to three. send it to overtime. Big three. Yep. Uh, two points for Quincy Ferguson off the bench, and Carson Brown with two points. And unofficially, Dowling, I had him at 13 of 15 at the free throw line. That was through uh, the first the, – through overtime, rather. For Southeast Polk, the leading scorer was Chase Bartlett, a perfect six for six from the free throw line, 22 points tonight for Bartlett. He uh, knocked down four threes in the win. And then rounding out scoring for Southeast Polk, James Glenn, 14 points. Riley Edwards also with 14 points. Boone Bain with 13 points. Malachi Williams, another starter with four points. And then off the bench, Cormaya Carmu with two points. And Cole Falloon with four points off the bench. And Dominic Caggiano did not score. The Rams were 13 of 15 going into overtime at the free throw line. So Southeast Polk outscoring Dowling 6 to 4 in overtime to win it. And the Maroons have a week off. After battling back-to-back games and both losses, Ankeny last night and Southeast Polk tonight. Well, this is a talented Southeast Polk team. And as I'm looking at this substate that they're in, 
Uh, it would not surprise me at all, Mark, to see these guys make a run down to Wells Fargo. They have what it takes. Uh, they can hit free throws. They got five ball hand or four ball handers. Malachi Williams can get on the boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got some depth. I, I think uh, Coach Jenkins really has these guys playing well. So I think this is a team that really could make a move. And look, if you're Dowling and you, I, I saw this substate today, Mark. I, it is it is a doable substate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you, you got to have some things go your way, but you, you look at uh, the the top team right now in the in the substate, which is Valley, and and. Dallian already beat them at, at home. That's correct. And, you know, again, I don't like to take away moral victories, but, you know, Dallian's leading scorer didn't play tonight. So uh, it's, it was just good to see, uh, I think, guys rally around tonight, the, this, this Dallian program, and really show some heart. And hopefully next week we can get Ryan Riedel, or Matt, Matt Riedel back uh, on Friday night and, uh, and turn this thing around. No question. Let's take a look at the substates first for Southeast Polk. They're the only team in substate one that's from central Iowa. Uh, they have both Council Bluffs, uh, Jefferson and Lincoln in their substate, Sioux City East, Sioux City North, and Sioux City West. So right now, Southeast Polk and Council Bluffs Lincoln would be the top two seeds in that substate. Remember last year, Dowling played Council Bluffs Lincoln mm-hmm. and, uh, and won to, uh, to go to, or won, I think they won to, won to go to state. In Dowling's substate, at substate number seven, uh, Valley is the number one seed. Lewis Central, who Dowling beat, I think in the first or second, uh, or substate, uh, is also in it. And then Dowling and uh, possibly Des Moines North would be the third seed. Urbandale is fighting for a, a third or fourth seed, and Des Moines East, who has yet to win this year. But uh, Valley and Lewis Central, the top two, but Dowling could be that two seed. If things work out between now and when the coaches seed these teams, remember, they got the substate groupings today. The seedings don't come out until later, until the coaches meet on a Wednesday night Zoom call, and I think it's in uh, mid uh, mid February they'll seed all this up. So very favorable for uh, for both Dowling and for Southeast Polk. There was forty teams across the state that were happy when these things came out because <laughs> one team was not in their substate, and that's that Waukee. Waukee. Okay, so the, the rest of them was like, hey, we, we don't have Waukee in our <laughs> substate. We got a chance. Well, let's talk about Waukee substate. They're substate eight. Uh, they're obviously the number one seed. They're seven and one on the season. They won tonight, so they're eight and one. The number two seed right now would be the defending champs in three A last year with uh, Mr. Bourne, who's now at UNI. The Norwalk Warriors at nine and four. They're the number two seed. Uh, Ankeny might be a number two seed. Depends what the coach decide. They would be uh, up there too with a record of six to five, six and five. And then Marshalltown, Mason City, and Roosevelt round out that substate with Waukee, Norwalk, and Ankeny, the top three seeds in our opinion. Yeah, and, and it's interesting that Norwalk is making that jump this year. Uh, the, it's not the, by choice, I bet. Yeah, the tough thing is that Norwalk <laughs> is not playing CIML competition. Uh, not to say that the, their conference isn't tough, because it is. Uh, but uh, that's going to be a real challenge. Uh, Waukee's going to be a real challenge for everybody. No doesn't question. matter whether you're, you're Cedar Falls, who's currently ranked number one in the state, or, or you know who, whoever it is, uh, Waukee's going to be a, a real handful. But uh, a favorable substate nonetheless for Dowling. And uh, they've got to get on that roll, Mark, that, that we, we talk about gaining momentum, and hopefully it starts next Friday, maybe by getting Matt Riedel back and then putting, stringing some victories together. Yeah, Matt, I know, is going to get tested, and hopefully he'll be out of COVID protocol by next Friday. That's yeah. Dowling's next game, and a girl-boy doubleheader we'll have at the Dowling Gym, and we'll be simulcasting with CISN.TV. 
and uh, we look forward to that. Now, uh, on another note, I mentioned it earlier and, and didn't mention it until the press release came out, but uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the Pete Tarpey family. His wife, Mary Maloney, uh, uh, died this afternoon, and Pete is a big part of CISN.TV. Matter of fact, uh, you know, his kids are both out of state, so they're probably in the process, but uh, Mary Maloney, the Polk County recorder, uh, died this afternoon. So our, our thoughts and prayers with Pete Tarpey and his family. Uh, they're members of Holy Trinity. That's my parish, and uh, it's just that was just tough news we got right before we went on with the girls' game uh, tonight. So uh, keep Pete Tarpey and his family in your prayers uh, during this time, and, of course, we'll be talking to Pete next week and through the week. Uh, but that that's just devastating news. I just can't imagine that. Yeah, absolutely, and, and well said, Mark. Uh, just, uh, you know, obviously just thoughts go out to his family. and. Yep. Uh, he does so much, so much, and he gives so much, and yeah. uh, we, we look forward to working with him. Well, Mike, we'll talk to you next Friday night. Do you know your way back? Because I know you, you and uh, uh, Davini live on the extreme west side, Dallas County part, but this is eastern Polk County. It's no, still part of our county. I, you forget. I, I get over here quite a bit. I, I'm I'm very familiar with the uh, Toad Valley down here to the south. Well, what? unfortunately, not to golf. Oh. It's it's more to uh, look at uh, a number of acreage properties in the southeast Polk area. But uh, folks, you want to know why your property tax is high? <laughs> it's the assessor, <laughs> one of the assessors right here. What do they call? No. What, what do you guys call? No, it? no, no. Appraiser. You're I, the appraiser. That's yeah. different. I don't get. Don't mix, mix me in with those guys. I'll give you a cell phone <laughs> when, he, when he takes his headset off. I'll take, give you a cell phone. Swimmer, you do a great job. We'll talk to you Friday. Have a good week. Thanks, Mark. Mike Swain, my broadcast partner. That'll wrap up things tonight from the Southeast Polk Gym. And we got a lot of thank yous to go around. Our thanks to uh, uh, Tom Wilson, the athletic director at Dowling, Colleen Webb, Michael Connor, and, of course, uh, Grant Boston when he's not around. He was kind of subbing last night for Tom Wilson as Tom is in protocol. So keep in mind that. Our thanks also to Dr. Dan Ryan, Matt Mainring, the administrative staff at Dowling. And our thanks to our studio producer back at Iowa Catholic Radio, Jeff Piggott. Thanks for all he does. And, of course, our business underwriters, supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. We've been broadcasting Dowling games for 44 years. Here at Southeast Poker, thanks to Athletic Director Jason Campbell, Darren Carpenter in the athletic office, their IT guy Christopher Rockwell. Our thanks to them. And the Southeast Polk coach is Tracy Daly in her ninth year here and Alan Jenkins' third year. They did a great job with their team and best of luck to the Rams throughout the year. Our thanks to the Dowling basketball coaches, Kristen Meyer and Michael Connor. And, of course, uh, uh, we want to thank them for being part of our, not only our, our halftime, uh, but also sometimes uh, in our postgame when we've had postgame. And uh, also tonight, uh, Joel Danner, who joined us at halftime. Thanks for him coming up uh, and visiting with uh, us about the game. And uh, we appreciate all from the Dowling coaching staff. Our next broadcast, as Mike and I were talking about, will be next Friday night. That'll be February 5th, Urbandale at Dowling, in a girl-boy doubleheader at the Dowling Gym. We'll be simulcasting on CISN.TV and Iowa Catholic Radio. Pre-game gets underway at 445. Tip-off at 5 o'clock with the girls game, boys game to follow right around 6.30, 6.45 from the Dowling Gym. So join us for the simulcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Final scores tonight in the girls game. It was number four, Southeast Polk defeating ninth-ranked Dowling, 63-58. And in the boys game in overtime, Southeast Polk outscored Dowling 6-4 in overtime to defeat the Maroons, 74-72. Dowling's record in boys play falls to 5-7. and seven. Southeast Polk improves to 9-2. and two. For my broadcast partner, Steve Devenny and Mike Swain, this is Mark Amadeo on the official radio network of Dowling Catholic High School Sports and Activities on 1150 AM, 88.5 and 94.5 FM here in the greater Des Moines area. And we stream online, iowacatholicradio.com. Again, for our studio producer, Jeff Piggott, thank you for tuning in to our broadcast tonight from the Southeast Polk Gym. This is Mark Amadeo for Steve Devenny and Mike Swain wishing you a safe and blessed 
faith-filled evening and weekend. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy One. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.